Ladies and gentlemen, please join us in wishing Betty White a happy 99th birthday for this is a Fred the Only Productions podcast. Woo, happy birthday, happy Betty. Birthday. Turn it upside down and it's 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> yes. Great observation, Mike. Yes. <laughs> Haven't you missed these observations? <laughs> Cue music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Luke, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello! Hi! Hi! Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. We're back. Yay. We're back. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaju. And I'm a Michael Lister, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a podcast called Friend, which you are now experiencing. Welcome. Mm-hmm. New oh. season. Yay. Yay. Season. 2021. Oh. 2021. Happy New Year. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Very happy New Year. <laughs> yes. A subdued New Year's Eve, but a fun one nonetheless, I'm yes. hoping, from everyone. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. It's crazy to think that it's it's another year mm. and 2020 is over. Yes. But yes. 2021 is just beginning. Absolutely. My what you, goodness. What are you talking about? 2020 is not over. <laughs> it's only the sequel. It's this 2021. One. <laughs> and, then it's, and then it's 2022. Two. <laughs> then it's 2023. It never Stop. ends. Never ends. It never ends. This is the end of story. It goes on and on, my friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, but yeah, we're happy and back in the Fred shed for another year of mm. episodes ahead Absolutely. yes hopefully yes. a better year for pop culture this year hopefully Definitely. fingers crossed and if this first episode is anything to go by we've got a lot of cool things to talk about yes um, we're starting it off right but before we dive in to the pop culture goodness um Fulia, yeah. give me a highlight of your week uh, well, I would say, um, I got to raise some funds for a charity that I did on stream. Yeah. Uh, and the charity is called Direct Relief and I managed to raise, uh, over a thousand dollars US, um, in 11 hours. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Raising money for those who are currently working in the front lines and, Hopefully, the money that we've raised will get them some PPE that they so desperately need. Mm-hmm. Great course, Willie. Good yes. job. <laughs> Amazing stuff. En- enjoyed streaming for 11 hours? It was tiring. <laughs> you've done it before. 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 You've done it before. Yeah. But I did that unintentionally. Yeah. This one was actually intentional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's different. <laughs> but this time around, I actually enjoyed it. There was, we did a, like, played a variety of different games. I did a Lego build. Nice. Um, and yeah, just made sure that I was keeping everybody entertained and they were keeping me entertaining chat. So. Right. I'm glad you had fun and great yes. cause to raise money for as well. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That has definitely been a, a highlight for me. And 
Uh, with that, I'm, I'm actually working with a team of other streamers from around the world who are also uh, going to be doing their streams. Um, I was the second person from the ranks. Um, the third person has already done their stream as well. The fourth one's coming up mm-hmm. um, this weekend. So yeah, it's um, we got it. We're doing a whole month of charity. Uh, streaming and raising money so love it good job it's it's a lot of fun (laughs) can i just say yes all around the world (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's pretty much been my highlight how about you wayne yeah it's look it's been a busy period since i was last on um christmas new year's was fantastic it was lovely to see family again uh look my highlight this week was going to the cinemas again for the first yeah. time this year. So yeah. that was nice. We'll talk a bit more about that um, later on. But I always have a mixed experience going to the, to the cinemas. Okay. Yeah. For somebody who loves movies, I sometimes dread going <laughs> to the cinemas. I'm not kidding you. And this time around, I saw a movie. And um, I the the cinema I went to, the, the screen was dirty. <gasps> Oh, I've had that happen to me once or twice. Yeah. yeah. It's so it puts it off. Yeah. So I had um, a, a few smudges on the extreme left of screen. Yeah. Mm. More intense smudges on the right of screen. Oh. And a line going down a bit right of center oh, to no. the screen. Wow. And, you know, when scenes are brightly lit, you just notice them so much more. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like you're paying a buck to see this movie either, mind no. you. I mean, going to the movies... You know, isn't isn't cheap, but you do it because you enjoy seeing these big movies on big screens and experiencing it with an audience. Like there is value. Like yeah. I think I think you do get what you pay for, really. When you, you do, you know, you pay for the experience. Yeah. But it was a bit of a, of a letdown, and it actually prompted me to write a feedback oh. um, message to the cinema, and they've not responded yet, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I only sent it I think Friday night or Saturday morning, but yeah. But essentially, it's like the the third complaint letter I've ever written in my life. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't that much of a complaint. I kept it very polite, but just saying that, look, I was disappointed um, because it, you know, marred the viewing experience essentially. Really. Yeah. You know, I said it could get distracting, but yes, but, um, but it made me think about the first complaint letter I ever wrote. <laughs> right. Okay. And it wasn't really a complaint, mind you, but it will give you an idea of how much of a nerd I am. <clears throat> okay. So is that my local library, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they all start. That's how they all start, right? And end. And end. <laughs> We've lost half our viewership already. <laughs> come back, come back. Come, come back. back. And um, yeah, no, so is that my local library? And I was looking up, you know, books on a certain actress who I absolutely adore. First mm. name, Michelle. Yes. And I noticed that in their catalogue, they'd put her birth year incorrectly oh no they put her a year older yeah and i know that and i've read an interview where she said that she knows that on the internet it has that her is one year older than she actually is okay so i just wrote a nice letter a little feedback card saying look you've got the year incorrect and then i cited references within their own library where they can fact checked me <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's amazing when i went back the next week and just hopped onto the catalog They'd fix the year. Yay! <laughs> don't say I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. So yeah, so I don't write complaint uh, complaint letters or negative feedback often, but when I do, it matters. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> about you, Michael? You have a highlight of the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, back to work for me, and work's mm. been... A- 
dare I say, it's piling on. Because uh, we're, we're a little bit understaffed and... Um, uh, well, like today and yesterday, uh, uh, we were one man short. So I was doing a two man job with one person's legs. So yeah. I'm a bit, a bit, uh, a bit ratchet at the moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, hints that, uh, I forgot that we were recording today. So, <laughs> so just a mad rusher of try- trying to get everything sorted, but we're done now and it's all good. And, yes. um, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, my mother uh, celebrated a birthday uh, during our hi- hiatus. Wonderful. Uh, the big six zero. So oh, nice. congratulations! Yeah. So not not as old as Betty White, but um, not quite. No, no. But you know, she she's a. Uh, I think she's better than Betty White. In, but <laughs> but you know me, I'm just biased. Yeah. So so yeah, the whole family uh, came uh, came everywhere to be in one room. Masks, of course, but you know, this is do we hug? Do we do we hug? I don't know. It's it's a bit surreal if not see, mm. seeing uh, family for about for pretty much for a year, especially my yeah. especially my sister who's uh, got a got a, a youngin that's um, that that needs to be self contained. And so, so yeah, just just a surreal of seeing people, and and not just people on on the internet, which is weird, because that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm talking to my friends on the internet. So <laughs> so one day I'll, I'll I'll get to Melbourne. One day, when when the time is right. So yeah, that's just basically my week, uh, and basically what I've been doing for the last however many weeks that we haven't been here, but it's been good. I've been watching a lot of television. Um, Obviously, it'll come up uh, later on down the track on this podcast of what I've been watching, but yeah, it's it's been good. Um, The house uh, hopefully is going to start building in March, so that's going to be exciting and a bit daunting at the same time because mm. we'll, we'll be paying for a house and rent at the same time. So yeah. no one wants to do that. No. <laughs> so no. I, I was, I was like, um, suggesting to my wife is like, Hey, why don't we just, you know, just, just con one of our relatives saying, Hey, can we just live in your shed for about a month? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. So, <laughs> So that's basically yeah, that's that's basically me in a nutshell, just just sitting on my ass watching TV and just ho- hoping that um, my my um, body won't <laughs> pack it in. So that's basically yeah, that's basically me. So what about you, Kendall? Is your body like withstanding your dilemmas? So far, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise you had dilemmas, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> unspeakable dilemmas of which there are many uh no no um i had a very very good week this past week um lots of fun things uh did i get up to um but the one thing out of all of it i wanted to mention on the show just because we've got a lot of uh kind of reviews going on later in the podcast so i wanted to sneak in a, a, a tiny one in my week that was um, because I saw Promising Young Woman mm. during the week. 
which is a film uh, starring Carey Mulligan uh, in an incredible turn, mm. just phenomenal. Uh, and it's written and directed by Emerald Fennell, who uh, is the showrunner of Killing Eve. Right, yeah. Uh, and she's incredibly talented. And this film, it's like a, it's a revenge thriller like I've not seen before. Wow. For the modern day Me Too era. Okay. Yeah, basically. Like this, Carrie Mulligan's played, playing this woman who's, uh, she's, she's basically pretending to be uh, drunk, drugged up, so she can trick sleazy men into taking advantage of her so she can get revenge on them. Wow, for their intentions. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It, and it's it's executed so well. Right. Gorgeous color palette throughout uh, costuming and cinematography. And yeah, the ca- it's got a really, really good cast as well. Nice. Um, I, and I just loved it. And there was a great kind of twist sort of ending that mm. I wasn't expecting. But it was... And it made me cry. But like in a good way. Yeah. Like I was, I was sad, but I was happy at the same time. It was Not such so. an interesting feeling. Wow. I yeah. I highly recommend people watch it, whether it's in the cinema or uh, from the comfort of your home. Um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a must see. Yeah. What's it, what's the score, Kendall? Score. Oh, it's a five out of five. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I can't I wait love, to can't wait to see this. Yeah. Yeah. You'll like it. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Excellent. Okay. All right. Uh, yes. So that's that's all of us all caught up as we like to do at the start of the show. So I think now might be the time to dive into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time. And when I say week that was, I should sort of say week and then some that sort of was. We've kind of compiled uh, recent uh, happenings in the pop culture world uh, as uh, as well as some uh, notable things that happened during our uh, little holiday hiatus break. So, um, yeah, so interesting stuff coming up. We're going to start with some sad news, though, first. We we lost a few icons while, uh, while we were away. Uh, Tanya Roberts sadly passed away at the age of 71. Um, she was uh, most known for being uh, a Bond girl in A View to a Kill with Roger Moore. Um, she was also the uh, titular character of Sheena Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, in Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Uh, and uh, more recently, uh, people will know her from that 70s show where she played Donna's mother, Mitch, uh, for the run of, of that show. Um, but yeah, very, very sad to hear about her passing. Um, a bit controversial as well. There was a bit of miscommunication at the time when it was initially reported, and uh, and uh, then it was it was retracted, but then uh, sadly confirmed. So um, yeah, she will most definitely be missed. Uh, another icon this week that left us was uh, Siegfried Fischbacher uh, of Sid- uh, Siegfried and Roy fame. If I can speak, apologies. Um, he passed away at the age of 81 this week. 
Uh, and yeah, less than 12 months after we lost uh, his, his uh, partner in crime, Roy Horn, um, earlier in 2020. So very sad to see him uh, leaving us this week. Uh, and then uh, the other name I wanted to give a shout out to um, was Marion Ramsey, who passed away recently at the age of 73. You may not know the name, uh, but you would definitely know the character she played and her squeaky little voice. Um, Sergeant uh, Laverne Hooks in the Police Academy movies. She's one of my favorite characters in that series. Mm-hmm. She's such a joy, uh, such a firecracker when she, you know, had a fire lit, lit under her <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, during those movies. Um, always bringing a smile to people's faces. So those three legends will most definitely be missed and their contributions to pop culture will definitely not be forgotten. That's for sure. Alrighty, moving into some happier news now. We've got some really cool Marvel news to get through to start us off. I'm so excited. Shut up, Wayne. <laughs> didn't say anything. <laughs> you didn't have to. Marvel. Okay. It's been so long since we've everybody, had some uh, Marvel news, Marvel. Kendall. I'm just so excited to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are. So excited. Yeah, so excited. I can feel it. Yes. I like your little theme song too, Mike. That's great. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. Well, yes, by all means, encourage. Yeah. Yes. I, I figured if there's going to be like Marvel stuff like each week, I think there's got to be a, like a theme song. That needs to be oh, a jingle. Has to be. Yes. Oh, it just needs to be. We don't need to make more of it than it already is, do we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Let's keep it going. Yes. Okay. So, so much Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Marvel. Okay. Marvel. So, starting with um, an interesting story that broke this week. Uh, this kind of seems to be a rumor at this point, but... A lot of reputable websites were confirming this is a thing that's happening. Chris Evans is returning to the MCU in some unknown capacity to the point where I actually think I saw uh, either a Variety or a Hollywood Reporter headline that said uh, returning in some vague way. That was (laughs) the headline. That was very curious. Um, Interestingly, of course, Chris Evans is keeping mum about the subject uh, he tweeted uh, saying news to me and then a shrug emoji. But we all know how uh, things tend to work when uh, Marvel actors are commenting on whether or not they're in a thing because they'll deny, <laughs> deny, deny, and then, oh, I guess I am in the thing. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry um, to cut you off. No. They deny, 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 and then they just go to Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or Mark Ruffalo <laughs> with the goss. Um, yes, but yeah, uh, yeah, it looks, looks like uh, he'll be coming back in some form. We all know that we are going to be diving into the multiverse in the upcoming phase four of the MCU. Um, so maybe we'll see alternate universe sort of uh, Steve Rogers going on because, you know, we know in the present day MCU he's... Uh, either passed away or he's an elderly man at this point so not able to really take up the shield for any kind of fighting but who knows we literally have no idea what he's going to be doing it's going to be wonderful to say the least uh speaking of wonderful things in the mcu uh deadpool 3 officially confirmed to be a part of the mcu by kevin feige himself Um, And the film is 100% confirmed to be keeping with the theme of its R rating, its MA rating, depending on what part of the world you're in. Um, It's going to stay the same Deadpool, same meta humor, same crude, rude, 
the whole nine yards. Uh, Ryan Reynolds will not be toning anything down for Disney. So uh, very exciting to hear that confirmation. That's going to be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the film will not be getting off the ground until next year. They're not going to be filming it this year, so we won't be seeing it on our screens probably for another couple of years, but I'm sure it will be well worth the wait. Oh, and speaking of things, well worth the wait. Uh, Loki made some <laughs> waves, as it's continuing to do online, um, <laughs> with the uh, the rumoured announcement uh, that seems to be saying it's getting a second season already. Season one hasn't even premiered and will not premiere on Disney Plus until uh, May at this point. But uh, sources close to the people working on it and at Marvel Studios seem to be really happy with the way season one is turning out uh, behind the scenes. Uh, and they're happy with Michael Waldron in particular, one of the he's the head writer on on Loki. Um, and uh, yeah, they're looking to kind of expand, I think the stories uh, and well, whatever story they are telling on the Loki series. So uh, season two, uh, not officially confirmed, but yeah, if the rumors are anything to go by. We will get an official announcement. Uh, I'm probably assuming as soon as Loki starts airing, but we shall see. Nevertheless, I'm super, super happy about this news. Um, more Disney plus Marvel news. There is a villain coming to Oscar Isaac's um, Moon Knight series that's in pre-production at the moment. Though we don't know what villain it's going to be, we do know who is going to be portraying him on the small screen, and that would be Ethan Hawke, a very, very notable actor, if I do say so myself, wonderfully talented man, um, joining the MCU, but we don't know who he's playing. No idea. Zero thoughts on that uh, or speculation or confirmation either way. But yeah, going to be really cool to see him bouncing off Oscar Isaac. I think that's going to be a lot of fun when that show gets up and running, that's for sure. Uh, and in some Sony Marvel news, this was upsetting uh, for many reasons. We've got another delay, people. Um, COVID is not done delaying movies, sadly. And Morbius has fallen victim once again to the the, the delays. Um, it was supposed to be coming out pretty soon, actually. 19th of March was its second release date, originally uh, moving from, I think it was June or July 2020 was its first date. Uh, but sadly, we will not be sitting in theaters to watch Morbius until the 8th of October this year. So... Crossing all of my fingers and toes that uh, movies, you know, stay where they are and we can go and actually see some things and not have to suffer delays. But with the world the way the world is, um, anything really could happen. So we just have to cross our fingers and hope for the best. You better not cross them too much because Morbius is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, we've missed you. Uh, all I right. missed me too. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, crossing the pond now to DC and uh, DC. This... this is a song for DC. <laughs> just for Wayne, it's just for you. It's DC. You, Nike. I love it. <laughs> Okay, uh, so this is slightly old news now, um, but because it's our first episode back, I wanted to start off the DC nerdy news with this cool announcement. 
Uh, No-brainer, of course. Wonder Woman 3 is officially in the works. Um, Patty Jenkins will be returning as director um, for the threequel. No word on what year this is coming out or when production will be starting or who's going to be in it, apart from Gal Gadot, of course. Uh, but now that we know Patty Jenkins is going to be working on uh, Rogue Squadron for Lucasfilm and Disney, that'll be coming out first. Uh, yeah, probably it'll be a couple of years until we see Wonder Woman 3. But I have... I'm. I have slightly high hopes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope it's good. I really do. I really do. Um, In the Arrowverse side of things for DC, uh, sad news. Green Arrow and the Canaries will not be moving forward on the CW. Uh, I'm not surprised to hear this news, considering this is the first I've heard of this show in months. Um, It was announced back in 2019, before Arrow even ended, and they did a backdoor pilot uh, right before Arrow wrapped up, uh, and it was based in the future uh, where Arrow Arrow used to do flashbacks in their show, and then towards the end of the run they switched to flash forwards, focusing on uh, on you know on um, Oliver Queen's kids uh, wow. and their cohort or you know band of heroes basically, uh, and this series was sort of going to be like that. Um, you know, with some of some of Green Arrow's, um, you know, sidekicks were going to be in it too. So it was going to be like a cross-generational superhero fun time. But uh, yeah, not happening. Um, and no reason was given from Warner Brothers or the CW at all as to why uh, the show is not moving forward. Uh, could be perhaps that they're more interested in promoting and getting out uh, a bunch of new shows that they've recently announced. Um, so yeah, so that's disappointing, but hopefully what they are working on already will be, uh, just as good as all of the other CW Arrowverse shows because the quality over there is pretty fantastic. So, um, yeah, who knows what'll happen? Hopefully it's good. Okay. Um, out of the comic book world now, we've got two items I'm going to mention. One is a film related thing. The other is a TV related thing. First, Uh, We've got a moving of a movie to a new date, but it's a move forward, uh, which is really exciting. Godzilla vs. Kong, which has bounced around a bunch of release dates, is uh, now coming out sooner than we thought. It was supposed to be coming out on the 21st of May, Mm. and now it is coming out on the 26th of March. So only a couple of months until we get to see this epic showdown of these mighty monsters. That's going to be a lot of fun. I reckon big popcorn adventure. So um, get excited for that. And in TV news, this was interesting and very exciting. I suppose for Sex and the City fans, there is a revival coming to HBO Max. Um, it's going to be a ten-episode run, which is really cool. And it's called uh, "And Just Like That," which is a reference, I think, to. Uh, a dialogue from the original run of the series. Um, notably, um, <laughs> Samantha will not be making an appearance. Kim Cattrall uh, is not joining the cast. Mm. Um, however, the, the other original ladies, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kristen Davis, and Cynthia Nixon will all be uh, reprising their roles from the original series and the films. Uh, but it has been over 10 years since 
the last time we caught up with these characters. So it's going to be uh, an exploration of their lives in New York in the 50s. Uh, well, in their 50s, mm. now that they're, you know, in their middle age. And I'm sure it's going to be very feminist, very girl power, very sex positive, the way Sex in the City always has been. So, um, sure. yeah, pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and that is the nerdy news for this week. Uh, Fulia, yeah, what stood out to you? What do you want to talk about? Um, first of all, just want to pay my respects to all of those who have lost their lives over the uh, Christmas period. Um, it is sad to to hear that they all um, had passed away. Yes, very much. sad. Very sad. Um, Deadpool 3, let's have it. <laughs> it's finally in the MCU. Please. Yes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be Ryan Reynolds just wreaking havoc yeah. in the MCU. And I yeah. can't wait. I know. It's, it's going to be so good. It's going to be freaking amazing. <laughs> I just, the jokes are going to be. Oh yeah. Like top notch. The best. And the puns. And the puns. All of the, the references puns. and the cameos maybe. Who knows? <laughs> we shall see. Very much looking forward to Deadpool 3. Um, Loki. Oh yes. Like I know we haven't seen the first season yet, but you know what? Let's just give it a second season. Why not? Um, exactly. It's, it's definitely worth having because it's Loki. Yeah. <laughs> and Loki we love Loki. Yes, we do. Um, I also saw, uh, I think it was like a, a clip somewhere. I can't remember if it was one. I can't remember which social media it was of, uh, Tom Hiddleston, um, I believe it may have been on Facebook. Um, and he's actually still got his black hair. So I'm assuming... He does. Yeah, which means he's actually done it to his own hair. Wait, oh, yeah. No, that's his own hair. Oh, really? He grew in, in the Loki trailer. That's his own hair. I had no idea he was a brunette. Like, well, or no. black hair. Like... No, he dyed it. Oh, right, I right. Thought, sorry, okay. not I natural. Say. It's his own hair, but it's not his natural color. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, right. I misunderstood. Oh, yeah, no. I, I knew that he, he had... Grew lo- he, he grew his hair out. his hair out, that's true. But he knows. Because he's got like a light brownish... He's like a light brownie blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so he's dyed his hair his for hair the black show. His hair show. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's I love great. It. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, he was on... Um, uh, they, d- they did a launch Facebook live thing for WandaVision. Oh, um, that's where I watched it. And yes. yeah, basically he they were they were like let's cut to let's cut to Tom H in in London and oh. then it cut and then reveal Tom Hiddleston and then he was saying something about how like uh, this question's for Paul uh, just wondering why you know Vision was was dead and now he's alive isn't that isn't that kind of my thing like isn't that, <laughs> yeah. that Loki's <laughs> thing I love that I thought that was hysterical yeah very cute yeah so that uh, was really cool I love him <laughs> never have known no <laughs> couldn't tell could you jeez um, you kept that quiet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Go on, Fulia. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman 3 in the works. I don't know. I have some reservations about this. Um, we'll save get it. Yeah, I'll yeah. Say, we'll save it for later. I'm just, I'm wondering whether it's really needed, but I don't know. Um, we'll see. Um, it's sad that we're not going to get our Green Arrow and the Canaries. Um, mm. I really enjoyed the little backdoor pilot they did. Yeah, uh, on the show itself of uh, of Arrow, um, I kind of wish they did go forward with at least the Canary side of things 
it would have been really good, but oh well, I suppose that's something we'll just never see. No, no. Makes me makes me think back to the Wayward Sisters uh Yeah, that too, that yeah. It never was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kinda I kinda wish they did it a different way, um, so that it actually made it more interesting and more engaging mm. so that viewers would be like, yes, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but I suppose it just, yeah. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a risk that the producers obviously take when it comes to making backdoor pilots within shows that are already cr- got this fan base. Mm. Um, yeah. So, like, obviously some of those risks do pay off. Some don't, yeah. which is, you know, case in point with um, the, with the Canaries here. Yes. Um, Sex in the City Revival coming to HBO. Uh, look, I haven't actually seen the whole series, but I have seen most of it. And I do enjoy it. Um, it's a good sort of a kind of like a chick flick sitcom, I suppose. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, a bit, a bit of a. I don't know. I don't know what kind. Thing. Yeah, because it's it's definitely a comedy, but I don't know if it's, yeah, it's comedy. Yeah. Um, like I don't know what to call it specifically. That's because it's mainly f- sort of. I don't know. The audience is mainly for women, mm. I suppose. Yeah. Um, that's okay. And yeah, so I can't. I call it the. I call it the chick flick sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I actually enjoyed the show, uh, enjoyed the show from what I've seen and I've seen the films as well. And, um, it'd be interesting to see what it's going to be like for them in today's climate. So, mm. <laughs> uh, at the, at their age and all that sort of stuff. So mm. it's, um, it's really exciting for that. Um, yeah. Wait. Thank you for the um, I don't know why I did that so formally. <laughs> I think I, I, You're I, I, a news I, show. I know. I think I just got you like a crossover <laughs> from your WandaVision launch in my head. But I kind of like it, to be perfectly hey, honest. No, no, that was nice. Thank you, Fulia. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely sounded like your Fred Watch voice. Thank you. Yeah, Thank a little you. bit. Yeah. We're very, very serious. It's like, yeah. oh, geez. Yeah. Very serious. Uh, it, well, it gets less serious the more people we have on. Because yeah, yeah. It's, it's It's difficult to rein you all in, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, yes, thank you. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yeah, look, we, we began with the show with um, some, some iconic people passing away. I have to give a big shout out to Tanya Roberts. I did give a holler when you mentioned Sheena because that was a movie that I absolutely adored as a child. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I don't, well, I don't know if it's difficult to imagine now, especially because of how many superhero movies we have and, um, and, and Sheena, yeah, probably not superhero-esque, but did have some powers as well. Um, you know, we had Sheena, we had Supergirl, two big screen female heroes, and that was all we really got. Mm. Um, for a very long time to have their own solo movies. Mm. Um, and Sheena, as the character, was the first female comic book character to have her own title. So oh, she wow. updates Wonder Woman in terms of having her own comic oh, book title. Yeah. Wow. So she's the first. So, um, and, and the movie itself is um, a campy, melodramatic romp in the jungle and absolutely trashed in its day and a cult classic now. And I watched it, I revisited it the other day. Mm. And I just had so much fun watching it. It is actually, I think time has done well for it. If you've got some affection uh, for the film, that it is actually, there's a sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. I think, Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you just take it as popcorn entertainment. And so I adored, I've adored Tanya Roberts my whole, my whole life. I really, really um, enjoyed her. So it was sad to to see her passing. And especially since, um, you know, her passing had to be announced twice because of miscommunications. uh, You know, I appreciate no one was doing that intentionally, but it's, 
unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it just sort of, there's an underlying disrespect to it that you kind of yeah. allow miscommunication like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she deserves better as an announcement. But, Definitely. Um, look, but she leaves behind a, a, a legacy that goes for multiple generations. Um, you know, people will know her for different mm. for different roles. But for me, she'll always be Sheena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. again, I absolutely adored. Someone else I absolutely adored um, growing up is Marion Ramsey. Mm. My favourite... Uh, officer in the Police Academy oh, series. Yeah. Yeah, so she was in the first six uh, mm. Police Academy movies as mm-hmm. Hooks and um, that trademark voice. I love oh it. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. And um, uh, do you know um, what inspired that voice, Kendall? No. Oh God, really? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, so before Marion Ramsey went, I think for the audition yeah. of Hooks, yeah. um, she met Michael Jackson. Oh, no way. Yes, and um, yeah, and I think that was probably the first time. It must have struck her because I feel like it would have been the first time she actually heard him speak, as opposed to sing. Sing, okay. And and so she's obviously exaggerated it because he was never squeaky. It was always high pitch, but never squeaky when he was young. And that's how she went into the audition. And she tells that story on the DVD for Police Academy. Oh wow! Um, Yeah, that that's where she had gotten. I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, um, and so Fred tweeted a little tribute to Marion um, Ramsey after her passing. Oh, and she was in a movie called When I Sing. Um, that was her last film role back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And her co-star, um, Linda Chorney? Corny? Um, Ch- Chorney? Chorney, yeah. She actually replied to our tweet um, <gasps> of, of our tribute to Marion Oh, that's so nice. And, yeah, so I just wanted to read Linda's um reply Please. to our to our mini tribute <clears throat> there and she just said i miss her so she was not just a cast member of when i sing she was a dear friend um and that i thought that that was really sweet oh wow yeah. Linda, thank you that's yeah, so sweet absolutely of you. and yeah and marion just leaves behind such a beautiful legacy um as yeah, well because for how many generations has she made people laugh oh yeah yeah, yeah. As, yeah. and especially as hooks the underdog yeah. Of that franchise. Absolutely. Who just always, as you said, Kendall always like wins in the end and mm-hmm. we want her to win. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, She's yeah. beautiful. So I just, I thank Marion for that so much. Mm, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Me too. Please can we one especially check it out. If yeah. If not. Yeah. It's on, um, I think it's still on Netflix or at least it was during one of the lockdowns last year. Yeah. And I revisited it. Then. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's so funny. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a product of its time, but not it in is. a bad way. Not in a bad way. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, I am happy to see Chris Evans returning to the MCU because Captain hey. America is my favorite hero yes. of that franchise. Um, and speaking of that franchise, Kendall, as you know, Loki is my favorite villain. Mm-hmm misunderstood anti-hero yes. <laughs> of that franchise as well very um, complex because I, I do intend to watch the the series loki oh great so i'm glad to see that a second season is there so hopefully it means that there's going to be a really nice storyline and some great cliffhangers for season one yeah, as well so. to keep us talking torturing you no doubt yep um but i i am looking forward to that i'm also looking forward to deadpool 3 mm, i think yeah. there's a lot more of an opportunity to play now because there's more characters that he's allowed to actively interact sure. with mm-hmm. um i do 
do hope though that it is better than part two because I was not a fan of part two for Deadpool. That's fair. Um, yeah, That's I fair. really enjoyed part one. Yeah, part one's I amazing. And part two disappointing, like good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want three to really raise the stakes now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's and, fair. and Ryan Reynolds is amazing. Like I watch Ryan Reynolds in anything. We, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I unashamedly love all of his rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Not actually, unashamedly <laughs> love them. Yeah. Um, because he's got such a gorgeous screen presence as he well. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman 3, um, this is interesting that it's officially been announced considering yeah. some of the feedback based on Wonder Woman 2. And can I just quickly mention yeah. that it was confirmed before its Rotten Tomato score changed from like 80-something to 50-something. Yeah, from Certified Fresh down. To, yeah, yeah. Rotten. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, but I think they will still power through it. I think they will um, too. But yeah, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman a bit later. So we will. Too much. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm excited about this monster mashup, but with reservations as well, because... Um, I did not like the first Godzilla movie in this monster. No, I neither did I. I actually haven't seen the second movie. Same. But I've heard it's not that much better. Okay. Um, whereas Kong Skull Island is amazing. So good. It is. It's it's what you want your monster movies to be. It's yeah. just fun. Yeah. Popcorn entertainment. Doesn't take itself too seriously. My man's in it. Absolutely. Well, that's all. I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. surely. Surely. Okay. Oh, surely I was getting to that. Yeah. What? King Kong's in it? No. <laughs> we never have thought. No. Um, but yeah, but like those two different um, films handle their their monsters differently and Kong does it so much better. Yeah. Um, I can't stress how much better. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 do, it does it. So I hope that Godzilla vs. Kong takes more from the... The Kong. Kong stuff. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Um, probably won't, to be honest, because when you've got a mashup like this, you have to have a build-up, mm. which is fine, but the payoff has to be worth it. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also with Sex in the City, I've only seen a bit of the first season, and I did enjoy it, but was never really devoted to it. Um, and this revival will be interesting now that Samantha isn't there. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see if they... I mean, they have to acknowledge her somehow. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, hopefully... Um, adults will behave like adults and not bully their co-stars in future. Yeah. Michael. Yes. <laughs> to you. Yeah, a lot of uh, tragedy at, at the moment. It's you know, it's always it's always it's always a terrible thing of a uh, lo- losing pe- losing people and and obviously the people that that um we we know like especially through media. Mm. I mean. It, such a shame. Like Tanya, Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy together at last. Uh, yeah. And also Hooks. Um, uh, Police Academy is always one of my, um, one of my fat favorites as, as a kid, for some reason, we had all seven, <laughs> like on video, on videotape. We used to, <laughs> used to hire them from our local, our local movie land, not video <laughs> easy. We had movie land. Or video easy, or, or video Maybe both, or video land. I can't remember which. Uh, <laughs> but it's the old, old, old ones. That that's actually still there now, and I want to go back to it. But Aww. we used to hire them all the time, and then we used to record them on VHS. You know, the old pirate style. So we had uh, the first three on one video, and I can't remember who's got them. I think I still got them, just tucked away somewhere. So, yeah, it's always a shame. So, Marvel, Marvel, everyone loves Marvel, except for most people. 
Um, <laughs> That's incorrect. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just broadening our, you know, audience and that. You know, covering all bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may love it, you may not. Who knows? Who cares? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So Chris Evans. We hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I like you with equal content. Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans may be returning, maybe not. Maybe cameo. Maybe maybe it's Loki doing his thing. Like oh, that would know, be funny. He hasn't That'd done be that. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't done that in a while. That'd be a way to bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the the highlight of um, uh, Thor: The Dark World was that. Yes. One. But that know, scene. No one wants to nitpick. So <laughs> it'll be cool if he if he comes back just for a little little thing, maybe just a just a little thing. A bit like uh, Robert Downey Jr. after um, yeah. Iron Man three. It yeah. was. It, it's not necessarily his own. It's it's not necessarily Captain America like. Um, flagship but it, it will just be a, a little thing and yeah as you said Kendall with, with the multiverse happening it could be it could be uh, Captain America in Hydra maybe it could, oh, it could come back as uh, may, maybe as as the mini boss to the major boss or he could be a scroll or a scroll because they, they're doing secret invasion yeah he's scroll all the time mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, so so that means oh, old man, old man Cap, who looks suspiciously like um, Joe Biden, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, he does. Creepy. Um, well, he likes to smell hair, but um, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool if he comes back. Uh, Deadpool three. I'm still on the cautious side of. Um, of uh, a Disney-owned Deadpool. I mean, yeah, it's going to be R-rated, but, you know, they said no to a couple of jokes when uh, they did the um, the merger. So, hmm. uh, uh, so who knows? Fingers crossed. Maybe maybe it will be on par as the second one. I didn't really mind the second one. I just wanted Deadpool to become more, you know, completely destroy the fourth wall, like, in the comments, uh, in the... Co- comments in the comics uh there's like a a unique story of deadpool um trying to kill his own writers and yeah. his own creators and all that yeah that would be cool if they do something like that not necessarily as like our oh, villain uh he's going after a villain or anything like that he's going after the establishment uh yeah <laughs> him versus him versus uh mickey mouse I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see that. Well, Loki reportedly getting a second season, so that means he doesn't die in the first one. So what's <laughs> the point of watching the series that we know he's not going to die? Uh, again, and again, <laughs> and again, and again, and again, and again. Oh again. Ethan Hawke, he's, he's an interesting sort of actor that um, I can't remember much that I've seen him in, but I know he... He's he's relatively good, so it could be mm. could be good for this. Uh, Morbius strip, <laughs> um, you know, that's one of those movies that I'm uh, I'm going to have to watch with my wife because she's a big 
a Jared Leto fan for some yes. reason. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, is this going to be a backdoor of me saying, hey, if you like this, then you like, you like Spider-Man, and we're going to watch Spider-Man. It's like, oh, yeah, let's watch Spider-Man, because hmm. Morbius may be in it. Um, <laughs> this is a gateway drug into the MCU. Yeah, and it had to be fucking Jared Leto. <laughs> um, Suck it. <laughs> suck it, suck it dry. Uh, speaking of sucking it dry, one, <laughs> Wonder Woman three. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's basically uh, Godzilla and King Kong. Um, I'll be interested in watching this movie. I I didn't mind the um, the the Godzilla. The first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. But the first one, I didn't mind of it because it sort of built up for that last battle that we don't see the battle and, you know. Mm. I didn't mind it. Could have been... Could, a monster movie. Yeah, could have <laughs> had more. Could have had more monster... Yeah, you're right. More monster in a monster movie. But it's a Western monster movie. I mean, if you're going to watch, watch the originals, they're always good. You know what, though? Sorry to interrupt, Michael. Has, Sorry, has anyone seen the original um, King Kong vs. Godzilla movie from back in the day? No. No, not that one, no. Yeah, it's shit house. Oh. Yeah. Like, actually shit? Yeah, it's actually shit. Oh, okay. Cool. Final battle's not so bad, but you have to endure about an hour and 20 minutes of nonsense and crap uh, before no. you get to it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Yeah, so this one can't be any worse. <laughs> okay. Mm. We'll see. Well, um, I know I know we didn't get to uh, put it in, but they uh, HBO Max sort of released a trailer of like <laughs> two seconds of each film that's coming out that's uh, coming out to th- cinemas and on HBO Max sort of thing, and they ha- did a little two second bit of Godzilla and, and King Kong, and you get to see King Kong um, absolutely. Do a right hook into um, Godzilla's face. I'm up for that. Absolutely. Mm. That sort of got me. It's like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do that. These mammoth behemoths just beating the living shit out of each other. Yeah. And what's cool about that trailer is they had a little glimpse of uh, Space Jam as well. Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And um, we, we got to see a little bit of Bugs Bunny. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's not... It's, it's not 2D yet, animation. It's uh, it's what they're doing with uh, Tom and Jerry. Ah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see then. Yeah. We'll 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 see. We'll see. As soon as, as soon as I get a cast list of who's doing the voices, then I'll be right. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sex in the city. Um. Not my demographic, but yeah, it's not my demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say much. Um, I thought it was, I thought being a revival. I thought I thought it was like I don't know new people doing it, but obviously not. It's going to be it's going to be the Fab Three without Samantha. So they're in their middle ages. So it's going to be fucking Golden Girls. No, Golden Girls were like in the twilight of ages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Well, mm, oh, yeah, they're in their 50s, 60s. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no, Samantha. I mean, she was the better one. Better character. 
better person, better actor, really. <laughs> so without her, it's it's dead on arrival. <laughs> revival. <laughs> so, dead on arrival. <laughs> uh, so what was really cool was, what's her name again? Jessica Chastain? Sarah Jessica Parker. No, no, no. Uh, the uh, the uh, woman who played uh, Jessica. Uh, no, not Jessica. Samantha. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Um, I, also in Police I, Academy 1. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she was in Police Academy and she was also in a Star Trek. Um, Star Trek 3? Yeah, I'm not sure. She played a, uh, she played a, a Vulcan. Mm. Uh uh, I I did not know that until like like three years ago. It's like holy shit! I don't okay. think I knew that until now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. It's like she she she's done stuff. She's been places. She she's she was all- also in Porky's. So <laughs> played Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you'll know why they call her Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. need to see Porky's because I know of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Incredibly but, tamed by today's standards. Oh yeah, I but can um, but it's For actually quite a, it's actually quite a sweet movie. Yeah, very I, I, crude. I, I, but, yeah. yeah, I probably need to see, see it. It's probably one of those movies that my dad probably would have watched. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't allowed to, but I was allowed to watch Stripes for some reason. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dad. Um, good, good fucking role model. You piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> um, none of that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. What about you, Kendall? Uh, your, is your dad a piece? No, no, fuck it. No. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't w- wish that on anyone. Uh, what about you, Kendall? Are you excited for for sex <laughs> in the city? No comment. That dramatic pause. <laughs> Sorry, it's the um, it's the it's the uh, the Wi-Fi. delay. Yeah, it's the delay. It's the Wi-Fi. It's the Wi-Fi. It's the tech- it's the technology. It's it's shitty. It's crappy. It's it's uh, it, 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 yeah. Buy anyway, me. <laughs> answer the question, Claire. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was the nerdy news, ladies Save and gentlemen. Save me from my own hubris. Yes, no, you're right, Mike. Nerdy news done and dusted. First week back, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Hee-haw. <laughs> trailer park time. And our first trailer for discussion this week is an upcoming film starring Tom Holland, produced by the Brothers Russo, uh, and it's called Cherry. Um... Hell, yes. Cherry bomb! (laughs) Cherry bomb! Yes, yes. I hope they find a way to put that song in this movie somehow. That would be kind of cool. I don't think they will, but that would be be sweet because it's an awesome song. Um, Yeah, yeah. This is a really good trailer. A really well put together trailer. Really nicely edited. I love... I I always love... Like, I'm a sucker for film and television and movie trailers when they line up the score to the cuts mm. like that. Mm. I love, I yeah, I really love it. Um, so yeah. So aesthetically this trailer was very pleasing for me. Um, I mean, it showed a, a crap ton, maybe too much. I don't know. Um, but so it didn't really give you the whole 
story, but it gives you like a really a pretty confident, fair idea of what the story is going to be and what it's what it's going to be about, and and all of this stuff, and showing glimpses of different different parts of um, Tom Holland's character's uh, you know life and what he's been going through, and so it's clearly starting from when he's a teenager up into the present day, and I I really like the fact that we're doing some fourth wall breaking narration mm. going on. He's narrating to camera. Um, and I, I'm again. That's that's another thing I really love. That's a it's a trope that's definitely a favorite of mine in film. So um, I'm here for that, especially in films like this that have like a a dark edge to them. Like you know, it seems to be kind of a self-deprecating way mm-hmm. um, of telling the story, uh, and I, I kind of like that. Um, but I'm I think I'm mostly invested in this because of Tom Holland because I know he's a fantastic actor and I feel like this is going to be a really good opportunity for him to spread his legs uh, dramatically uh, in something that he hasn't really done before. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said legs, didn't I? Yes, you, you did. How are you, Freudian slip? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can we edit that out? Can no. we really not? <laughs> Freddy's legs. We're going to cut that out and put it in the Christmas special. What? <laughs> and Why then Kendall will really that? have a happy new year. <laughs> Why did I say that? Freddy's so legs. I don't know why I said that. I'm not even that tired. Like, I'm tired, but I'm like. No, your mind is wandering, though. <laughs> it was you, Mike, when you wow. said you said sex before. You, you said, said the sex S word <laughs> in the city. I just want to. Okay, if we're keeping this in, I just want to apologize, firstly, to Tom Holland <laughs> for that objectification and and subconscious, you know, fantasy. Re- yeah, clearly. <laughs> Are you still thinking about his routine of Umbrella? He's what? Have we ever forgotten his rendition of Umbrella? Though? Oh, never. I don't think so. <laughs> never. I think about it every night before I go to bed. Anyway. Um, clearly. Clearly I do. <laughs> you know, he spread his legs then. Why did I say that? <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know. Why? I don't know, but it flowed really well it in the scene. That's what I mean. Like, I don't understand. Anyway. Anyway. It's a great opportunity for him to spread his wings. Wings, I tell you. <laughs> Dramatically. Oh, fuck, I balls this up. Um, anyway, yeah, I think I think it's going to be... <laughs> Wayne is really holding it back. He really is. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, it's going to... No, it's going to be... In, a, seri- in all seriousness, I think it's going to be uh, 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 maybe Oscar-worthy uh, performance from him. Like, I think it's going to be just wonderful... Uh, to see him in this role, in this character, something a little darker um, out of out of the norm that we see from him. So uh, I think it's, yeah, it's going to be worth checking out for sure. And I hope the film really, like the stylistic choices of this trailer really carry fully into the movie mm. uh, in terms of the editing and, and the look and all of that. So, yeah. Fulia, <laughs> what did you think of the trailer for Cherry? Um, look, I was a little confused with the way that they've cut it together. Um, I'm guessing it has something to do with his mental health 
and um, maybe some PTSD from yeah. being in the war. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so that's why we're getting all, a lot of sort of flashbacks and stuff. Um, I'm, but I am still a little bit confused as to what the plot of the story really is um, because of the way that this trailer was cut together. Okay. Um, but it does look kind of like there are intense dramatic moments and then there are the comic reliefs. Mm. Um, within, light and dark. You mean. Yeah, yeah, sort of mixed together. And I kind of like that. Uh, but it kind of also, uh, let's say, scares me a little bit in terms of the in terms of how this movie will end up going, um, because it does look like a very dramatic type of film. Uh, so I feel like I may not actually uh, go and see this one. It's, I don't think this is my genre of film. Um, so I will pass it over to Wayne. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually agree with both of uh, both of you, Kendall and Fulia. Um, first and foremost, it's a very slick trailer. Mm, it is mm, a very yeah, good looking trailer. No denying that. Yeah, um, I'm also a little confused about where the story is going to go because you know we begin with a bit of a bank robbery and then military and then we zoom back to to bank and yeah. So so. Uh, you know, first I'm thinking, oh, okay, he's had some troubles. You know, he's got a life of crime. He goes to the military to try to go on the straight and narrow or to sort himself out. And then it bounces back. So I do wonder if the film is going to have this um, non-linear approach. <clears throat> yeah. Which is fine. Mm. Um, and to some degree, probably better because that's almost like what the, the trailer is selling. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it did show a lot, but I still don't really know what this is about besides this one man's sort of personal growth. And you know what? That's kind of enough for me. You know, that sort of says, well, it is this person's journey um, through some troubles and trauma. And obviously this uh, young lady that is in his life is going to help him um, get through this. Uh, A lot of familiar tropes there, Mm. like just Mm -hmm. in that setup. But again, that's perfectly fine. Um, But look, if if I'm being honest... Tom Holland is in it, so of course I'm going to watch it because um, Mr. Holland always hands in good work. So always. Um, he's a reliable actor, mm. and um, you know we've watched films with him in it where you know sometimes the film is great, sometimes it's not so great, but you can't deny that he is always fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it, I feel like it's a type of film that's worthy to watch for his performance alone. Yeah, but but it's intriguing. I, I do I, I like the style of it. I like that it's gone with familiar tropes, but it's presenting them differently. Um, it needs to be commended for that. I think if the trailer is anything to go by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike, your thoughts on cherry. Uh, yeah, this, this came out of nowhere. And I'm, mm. yeah. It, one man's, um, struggle with PTSD is of course, a, a very tricky, tricky thing to, to put on film. But I think, I think they sort of do, uh, an interesting balance with, um, like, uh, chats to camera and, or, and also what he's going through and, and we see what he went through and how, how he's dealing with it is pretty much a life of crime and it it does hearken to how how um, especially in America of how, how people deal with uh, uh, their veterans uh, especially the ones that are, are new newer v- veterans I mean we all we all like um, we all pay our respects for the, the 
the our fallen heroes basically and and what they've done done with us but sometimes the uh the the newer mob get sort of overlooked and yeah um it'll be yeah it'll be a very interesting film to watch uh i'll probably not watch it because it's on apple plus whatever it's called and i haven't got it and i have no real intention of getting it so maybe pirate bay for me (laughs) but you know but i didn't say that and you can't you can't hold me to it and in the court of law i'll deny it uh, it, it was it was taken out of context, just like um, Kendall and and the spreading spreading of legs. Um, yep, maybe. And anything that I say can't compare to that to that terrific terrific statement. And... <laughs> You're welcome. So over to you, Kendall. I thought you were gonna. You know what? I thought you were gonna like. How about you, Kendall? Do we <laughs> you spreading Tom Holland's legs? I thought you were gonna say, make some kind of segue with it. Nah, but you nah, kind of nah. did. I'm not that petty. No. <laughs> I mean, I am that petty, but I'm not that petty. <laughs> okay. I am. Let me give it a go. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm many things, but I'm not that sentimental. Uh... Um. Yeah, Tom. Uh, before I forget, yeah, Tom Holland is. Yeah, he's a great up and coming actor. And he's definitely doing a lot of interesting a lot of interesting things and I think yeah, another another notch for his belt. Uh for for the belt that holds up his pants. <laughs> oh, <God. All> right. <laughs> That's- that's one trailer down. <laughs> Only one trailer down. May I? May, may I? Uh, may, I mention. I miss you guys. I miss you too. <laughs> I miss my brain. Uh, some re- some reason the the Pixies. Where is my mind? Comes to to mind. Funnily enough, but. I digress. We have two more trailers to talk about, and the first of those two is for the upcoming film Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, This looks great. This was a great trailer. I really enjoyed uh, watching. Um, This is going to be intense as all bloody hell, Um, and i got to say the cast is just the main thing that's really drawing me in here. Uh, I mean, particularly Daniel Kaluuya. Um, I mean, ever since Get Out, he's been on my radar. He's been on everyone's radar and he's just killing it every time. Lakeith Stanfield, Jesse Plemons, who's one of my favorite actors. He's just brilliant. Martin Sheen is J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> in this. A big name, playing a big name. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah. Especially for J. Edgar Hoover. Hello. (laughs) Yes, yes, it's just insane. Um, yeah, so it's just, 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 just insane. Can I, can I just trigger Mike for a second here? Um, Hello, hello. Um, is is this Fred Hampton that was in Trial of the Chicago Seven? I don't know what you're talking about. No. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, but. Are you going to ask, Is am I more looking forward to this than I am to re-watch Chicago 7? 
Oh, I mean, I well, I wasn't going to. I just wanted to fact check with you because you are the expert on this. Uh, I couldn't remember. I'm like, is that that's the same Fred Hampton? That was we saw him yes. in Trial of Chicago yes. Seven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I will. I I am looking forward to your thoughts on this trailer when we get to you very cool soon. Yes, it's gonna be good. Um, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I'm definitely gonna check this out. Historical piece. Um, so good and it's also so amazing just to see the consistency in the amount of films about the Black Panther movement about the civil rights era absolutely really in the last couple of years just coming to fruition coming in the like the spotlight big like major movies with major casts yeah. you know garnering attention like you know Trial of Chicago 7's getting a lot of early awards buzz already like right. I'm seeing online which is fantastic um, uh, and yeah, and this one, if the performance is just based on this trailer or anything to go by, maybe it's in with a shot as well. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm really, really keen to check this one out. Fulia, what do you think? Um, oh, it's a bit dark, I think. Very dark. Yeah. Uh, and very political. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. so <laughs> not my cup of tea. I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Wayne. This is my favorite trailer of the week. Yes. <laughs> just to be a polar opposite to you, Fulia. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I think it looks absolutely outstanding. Mm. Um, I think um, anything to do with the civil rights movement in the United States, the Black Panther movement as well, mm-hmm. is fascinating. It's great that we're getting se- that we're seeing more screen representation of these stories yeah. as well from different perspectives um, as well. I am absolutely all for it. It looks really um, intriguing. It looks quite tight. It looks... Like, it's not just going to be about then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. It really cares about its central characters. Yeah. Um, and really wants us to invest in their story. And that's what makes a good historical piece work, is that when you're invested in the people, history is not about dates and events. It's about the human beings involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the look of this trailer, this movie nails it. I can't wait for it. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Mike? I couldn't say it much better than than yourself, Wayne. Um, yeah, um, as you said, said Kendall, um, uh, Fred, Fred, little Freddie Hampton. We did see him in uh, the Chicago Seven. Um, dare I say, a little bit misrepresentative uh, in the Chicago Seven. Yeah, his uh, uh, so-called um, uh, murder. Mm. Uh, or dare I say, assassination mm-hmm. uh, by by the by, by the FBI. Um, it, it's true, and uh, it was actually three months after the trial of the Chicago Seven, not in not in between the trial. So, um, and that didn't really spur on Bobby Seale to be to be fuck you to the to the judge. So, mm. I do like it. It's a I think um, I think it's in good hands uh, to actually do, and, and especially it deals with the sort of subject that we that we have at the moment, especially with um, uh, the sort of um, uh, race relations that we have right right now. And it is a bit, it is some history that needs to be explored, mm. and uh, especially especially with. Um, Especially with pe- people like um, searching around trying to find pretty much answers to today's like uh, political sphere, but this is not a political podcast. No mm. matter how hard <laughs> we 
me and Wayne try. <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favourite... It is my favourite trailer for, for the week. And at the moment, uh, probably my favourite trailer so far for the year that, that we've seen for the year. But <laughs> it's, it is only January. And, uh, and Space Jam hasn't come out yet. So. <laughs> or Mortal Kombat. Come on. It comes out in a couple of months. We need a, we need a trailer for Mortal Kombat. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, Mortal yes. Kombat. It'll be, an, it'll be another movie that I'm going to see with my wife because apparently she watches like a shit ton of fatalities just, just, just while she's brushing her teeth. And what? Going, yeah, she, I don't know. She just likes watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Random. She's weird. She, she's weird. <laughs> and that's coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kendall, mm. what are you reckoning about the Black Messiah? I can't wait to see it. Can I wait? I think it's going to be awesome. Can I wait? Can I wait? Okay. Uh, our third and final trailer for this week. It's kind of more of a teaser, I suppose. Uh, as uh, than you know an actual full proper trailer, um, but it's fine because I loved it. Um, and this is for Bob and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, oh my God! Just you know, I I really am happy that I decided to pick a comedy film to throw in. <laughs> it's, it could not be more polar opposite from the previous two trailers uh, that we've. <laughs> That we've just talked about. Um, it is very jarring if you watch all, all three at once. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was a bit. It was. It was a complete one eighty. Um, just fantastic. Uh, yeah, I was laughing the entire way through this. I, I think it's great. I mean, it's Kristen Wiig doing comedy. Hello, like I'm there. Give it to me now. I'll watch her do anything. She's one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, and the fact that it's, it's not just her, but it's a few of the other uh, people responsible for Bridesmaids, which is one of my favorite uh, comedies ever. Um, I love it so much. Um, so it's, it's great to see, uh, you know, that, that team coming back together f- uh, to give us this film. Um, no idea really what it's about, except for, you know, it just seems like two either sisters or best friends. My money's on best friends, I think. Um, who, you know, maybe, you know, in their, their midlife and they're, you know, living, living their true, their true selves, um, with their, you know, retro haircuts and, uh, <laughs> and funny accents and they're, they're going, uh, to have a, a, a crazy vacation. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and we don't actually see their faces this entire trailer. And I thought that was hysterical, like. I, I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing. Um, even though you saw their faces in the thumbnail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even though, yeah, their faces are in the thumbnail, but whatever, it's fine. Um, their faces aren't in the trailer at all. Um, Jamie Dornan's in this one as well, um, and I'm, I'm definitely a fan of his. He's a very talented actor, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really would like to see a proper trailer for this to kind mm. of reassure me that I, you know, I should watch this movie because I'm, I'm, I'm in, um, just based on, on this little tease, but I kind of want to see Barb and Star in action. Um, and, uh, may, may have to wait until the actual, you know, 
opening credits uh, to see that, but who knows? Um, I'm I'm definitely in. It's gonna. I think I think it's gonna be fun. Uh, Fulia, what do you think of this trailer? Uh yeah. It this was a cute little teaser to something that I probably would watch. Nice. <laughs> Out of the three, um, <laughs> IMDb describes it as a pair of best friends find themselves in over their heads. Oh. So they're going on a as you said, a vacation Mm -hmm. over to Vista Del Mar in Florida Mm -hmm. and uh, things happen Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, apparently there's going to be a villain. Um, Mm. So it looks like something that I would definitely enjoy. It's going to be a ball of laughs, I believe. Um, Kristen Wiig, hello. Yes. Mm -hmm. Comedy genius. And yeah, just we've got a hell of a lineup too. The kid in the beginning of that trailer that started singing a particular type of song. So great. And was so happy and cheerful delivering his newspapers. I really love that. That was really cute. The music made it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He was just in his own little zone, just loving his life. I just, I love that little scene. That was so I love that they good. stayed on that for that extra little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was, it was really good. Yeah, so yeah. good. Um, yeah. I don't know what else I could really say. I mean, you don't really get too much from it. Mm. Um, they do their best to hide their faces <laughs> um, to, you know, certain points where you do end up actually seeing faces. Uh, but you know what? There's going to be some fun, I think. Some popcorn fun. Yeah. How about you, Wayne? Yeah, look, I'm almost getting um, Kath and Kim vibes with the tone of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, that doesn't necessarily sell it for me because I'm not a fan oh, of yeah. Kath and Kim. Um, but look, the, the trailer begins with uh, a chubby boy riding a bike singing along to Barbara Streisand. So I could relate <laughs> to this kid on so many levels um, <laughs> that I was just like, yes, the kid sold it. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, uh, talent looked. There's talented people in this movie, so I feel like it, taken in the right spirit, this is going to be a lot of fun. Mm. But I feel like you have to be in the right mindset for it. Okay. I don't think it's a type of movie that'll have this sort of broad universal right appeal. It's going to be a bit more niche. I think so, based on its tone. But sure. it's got good star power. I think. To pull it in, and mm. um, again, if our opening scene on this trailer is anything <laughs> to go by, give us more gems like that. Yeah, take my money. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Michael, your thoughts on this film? Uh, I kind of liked it. Um, it's definitely an interesting choice of not seeing not seeing the uh, uh, faces in the trailer. And I'm and I'm I'm on Wikipedia at the moment, and it looks like the poster that they're not showing their faces either. So. <laughs> I I actually quite, uh, yeah, I actually quite like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. it's not, I it's like different, it. unusual. It's not, it's a difference, <laughs> unusual. <laughs> but if it was I Kim and Kim, uh, <laughs> or is it, or is it Kath and Kath? I can never remember. Um, or is it Trude and Prude? Trude um, and Prude. And Trude and Prude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, producers are Will Ferrell and uh, and Adam McKay, so it's going to be one of them movies. Oh, right. But, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's actually written by by the uh, the the main stars, so yes, that'll be good. Is. Yeah, I, I I think it's a. Uh, I, I told you it'll it, go anyway. It'll go one way or the other. This one, I reckon. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a couple of friends do, doing some fun, mm. and they're producers, so they're you know 
they don't, they don't have their like their fingers in the pies and all that. Um, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a bit of fun. It it'll be a good movie to take 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 your mum. I think it's one of those <laughs> one of those ones <laughs> where where especially my mum sort of reminds me of my mum. I miss my mum, even though I saw her like last week. Um, yeah, Kendall, do you miss your mum? I do. And I saw my mum a couple, well, Christmas was the last time I saw my mum. But yes, we talk, we talk often, so we're all good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to see this movie, I reckon. Yes. When are we going to see this movie, even though there's no real date? God, have we even given, I don't even know if I've given any dates so far tonight. No. Oh, man, we're off to a cracker. I think, you know what? I bl- I'm going to blame Tom Holland's legs um, for this whole cock-up. Um, oh, wow. Cock-up. <laughs> cock-up. I, I just thought I'd double down, you know? Yeah. It's fine. yeah. Go down? Double down. Balls double, deep. Double, double dip. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to stop. So, okay, so release dates. Yeah. Well, it's it's okay because we don't really have any. Um Cherry in the US is actually going to be out on the 26th of Feb um, in theatres before it drops on uh, Apple TV+. Um, As for Judas and the Black Messiah and Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, they uh, are confirmed to come out in Australia this year, 2021, but no dates locked in yet. Um, But we'll be getting them before the year's out. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. can't believe I forgot to do that. Jesus, H. It's Lord, been a while. It's it, been a while. It's been a minute. My goodness. All right. Okay. That's trailer park. Rolling on out. Done. Zo. Uh, which means now we have reached the point we like to call some not so quick quickie reviews. Quickie review. All right, so there's been a couple of big things uh, that we want to quickie review this week. Um, one's a series, well, I was going to say one's a series, one's not, but no, they're both series, um, <laughs> which is which is pretty, pretty cool. Two big TV shows, the first of which is a Netflix show that Mike, Wayne and myself mm-hmm. all binged recently, uh, and that is uh, Cobra Kai. Season three. Oh, yes. The brand new season. First time on Netflix. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. I, I thought it was brilliant. It was such a great way to continue the story following the uh, cliffhanger ending of uh, season two. My goodness. Um, I really was super concerned... Uh, for Miguel and how that was all going to unfold and turn out and everything and uh, and just you know where are they going to take it uh, from there um, and I I really I just loved it like they've really gone above and beyond there are a couple of episodes this season that uh, were like perfect episodes of mm. television for me um, and make me it made me want to really go like go back and watch the old films because I haven't seen Karate Kid two in forever. Mm. <clears throat> so and one thing I really love is the fact that uh, Co- the Cobra Kai writers or showrunners understand that not everyone has seen yeah. all of the movies um, and or hasn't seen them in a long time because you know they were made you know thirty years ago, uh, thirty plus years ago. So. Every time they bring a character 
from the film into the into the main you know modern day series they they show a flashback of who yeah. that person was and and I yeah so that that's really really cool but there was some man Pat Morita may no longer be here but he's still very much a part of the show yeah and the way they paid tribute to him in this season and Mr Miyagi just I was crying I don't know about you guys but I was a mess um, yeah, it was beautiful. That yeah, that whole episode where um, where where Daniel goes to to Okinawa mm-hmm. was just gorgeous, gorgeous television. Um, and yeah, and the the rivalry between him and Johnny becomes more complicated and less complicated. And they hate each other, but they got to work together now to take down a common enemy. And what they did with Crease this season was just awesome as well mm-hmm. um yeah i i freaking adored it it was i think i binged it in like was it like a yeah no a, two days i think yeah i just flew through it i loved it um not for, hard hey not hard <clears throat> it's such an easy watch yeah. and the big one the big reveal elizabeth shoe coming yes. back yes <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> oh my god Allie Mills mm-hmm. back and that just those scenes are uh, her and uh, William Zabka together yeah. again. Oh my God. I was, my heart was a flutter. It was, it was really lovely uh, to see that they all still get along and all still have great chemistry after nearly 30, 40 years. It's just, it's just beautiful to see. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. Gorgeous. I loved it. Mm. Five out of five. Wayne, what did you think of season three? Yeah, I was curious about this season because I was really looking forward to it because season one and two were amazing. Number one is absolute perfection. Number two is very close to perfection. Mm -hmm. And then I'd heard some uh, mixed feedback and reviews about part three. They they weren't as enthusiastic. I didn't read them, just the headlines, but they all... But a lot of them indicated that number three sort of missed the mark a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience of season three is that can't be further from the truth. Mm, um, same. Yeah. So one thing that I think that Cobra Kai does that a lot of franchises, Star Wars especially, mm. who are revisiting the past, cannot do mm. is the way they do fan service. Yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai does it brilliantly. Yeah. It never feels forced no never. it never feels like it's a wink or a nod to the audience or see what we did there mm-hmm. it does it so naturally um and i don't think anyone who's a huge fan of the franchise uh will argue because i i, I watched the the trilogy i you know part four we try not to acknowledge but you'll watch it once a decade <laughs> um but you know one, one two and three is is are films that I'll watch maybe every two years yeah. or something like that. Like mm. I absolutely, for me, they're one whole set. They're set over 18 months. So I watch them all in one sitting, right? Yeah. Um, and so Cobra Kai just knows how to respect the story, respect the characters and respect the fans. That is a crazy and difficult formula to get right. And I don't mm. know how they do it. I'm really envious of them yeah. for, for doing it. Absolutely. Um, returning characters are, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that uh, in you know that they will not recast characters that need to return. So if they can't come back, they can't. Mm. The only time they've recast is the woman who played Ali's mum. Minor detail, nobody cared. Mm. But um, <laughs> we kind of needed that to, to to have Elizabeth Shoe there. We all wanted Ali with an eye back so badly, yeah. especially the way season two ended. I know. 
Um, so this is really exciting. Yeah. And now we're building up for Silver to come in the next season, and Silver is one of the three antagonists from part three. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it'll be exciting. They've definitely laid a lot of seeds there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a critique of this season is that Aisha isn't in it. Um, Same. Yeah. I missed her. Yeah. I really, really like her, but Mm. I hope that she comes back. So I almost felt like because she was on Cobra Kai, they didn't want to make her a villain because she's got, her heart's always been in the right place. I feel. Yeah. Um, She's always been one of the more sympathetic characters. Yeah. Yeah. Characters. Yeah. And just the direction that Cobra Kai went, it wouldn't have been her. I think she would have had to pull out a lot earlier. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I read up why she wasn't in it and it was it was nothing to do with uh, her or the actress's yeah. schedule or anything negative. It was basically the writers had didn't have a place for her in this storyline. Yeah. So they uh, have said they will most likely be bringing her back either next season or when, you know, the story allows for yes. her character to return and have it make sense and have it mean something. Yes, but also yeah. then they have to make sure that she comes back in a meaningful way exactly. because her whole family has moved. Yeah. Yeah. Out of out of town, exactly. or at least have moved out of the area to put her into a boarding school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's always been one of my favourite characters mm. in this series. So yeah, I do hope they find a way to put her in. Nice to see Hawk turn the tide. Oh yes, yes. That um, made me so happy. Yeah, there's so many wonderful character arcs here. Mm-hmm. Fantastic to also see more of Crease's backstory. I know. Um, that I'm was just, well done. Yeah, full of praise for this season. I don't understand what the critics are were saying no. I don't really care if you liked one and two this continues swimmingly mm-hmm. um, and Cobra Kai is so damn good please please end it soon it's too good it yeah. needs to end clean yeah. soon yeah. Um, let's get a Agreed. nice clean um, you know um, loose ends tied and we've got Daniel and Johnny now working together. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see where this goes, especially because Robbie is, is still <clears throat> I know, on was, the dark oh side. There's God. a bit of um, Star Wars things going there with Kreese yeah. and Johnny and yeah, very and, and Robbie there. Very, very, very much so. A bit of Palpatine there. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, loved season three of Cobra Kai. I have to give it five stars as well. Yeah, Amazing. Easy. Michael. Um, yeah, interesting. Um uh, I I completely binge watched the entire entire thing just for getting up to um, season three. Um, I watched the first uh, I watched the first uh, season like ages ago when it was on um, uh, on YouTube Red way back when and um, and of course my uh, my my free trial uh, uh, expired so I didn't get to see the second one. So I saw the second one. Uh, I completely like rewatched it, so I, so it was all fresh. Um, and after seeing the first two seasons, I wasn't particularly liking it. Oh, um, yeah, because I don't really have um, that sort of nostalgia. Um, mm. Like I didn't really watch Karate Kid as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> Karate Kid as a kid. So I don't really have that sort of um, rose-tinted glasses. Uh, and and I was just watching it, uh, watching it as a movie, and I can't remember if I've I've seen the first one, but I do not have any memory of watching it or even what's in it. But I think I've seen the first two. I don't think I've seen the third one, mm. and I didn't know there was a fourth one. Um, <laughs> yes, Hilary Swank is the Karate Kid in that movie. Ah, oh, yeah, the 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 girl, girl the one. next Karate Kid. Yeah, which is what it's called. Yeah, that makes sense. Not a hor- look, not a horrible movie, but. 
compared I've to seen the others. But it's a movie. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen the uh, the VHS cover. Does that does that count? Sure. Um, yeah. So so yeah, I was I was get I was watching it. I wasn't really getting into it, and then and then um, then the third season came out, and oh my god, I don't know what happened, but but I think uh, changing uh, cha- changing studios or whatever uh, from YouTube to Netflix was actually a good thing because mm. I was actually getting more into it. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it's it's sort of picking up and and yeah, it's it's de- the tone of it definitely has a different feel to it. It's definitely fi- filmed like differently. And I think because they they chucked a little bit more money into it and that and that always helps. And and sort of I'm uh, and I was getting into the ca- characters as well like um I was worried if I needed to watch the films, uh, but it turns out I don't have to. I can just watch it as it is because they definitely put a lot of the <laughs> love the films in this, so I don't really have to watch that. But it was actually good um, that they did those sort of flashbacks uh, to the films, and also Reese's stuff is also awesome because. It, it, yeah, you get to see the you get to see the little boy behind the armor sort of thing, mm. and, and I re- really enjoy that sort because it just builds him up to be like not necessarily sympathetic, but it's also it it doesn't have that sort of <laughs> now it's 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 not a criticism, but it definitely uh, when I was watching the first two seasons, it definitely has that sort of eighties feel the sort of 80s writing in in it mm. like it, it's sort of more or less two-dimensional like character mm. dri- driven moments and and you can't really do that now to a modern audience because we've so we're so spoiled for what we've been watching but it it definitely uh definitely with the change i don't know if it's a change of guard or it's the sa- same people just same with, people yeah, same people, just with more arm room to mm. actually move to what they wanted wanted to do, mm. and it actually benefits. And yeah, overall, I think it's a very enjoyable show at the mo- at the moment. And I've so- and when I finish wa- watching it, it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm sort of getting it, into it now. Um, uh, and I'm very intrigued with what's going to happen next. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else I can say about it without spoiling it, but um, watching these characters that I more or less only know from the show, uh, if I can say that, um, it's a, it's definitely an interesting sort of way to actually bring back a show because the... Um, there is that sort of uh, criticism as like, oh, you're just bringing bringing back because it's um, IP that everyone knows. It's like, mm. well, no, there's actually a decent story into it, and that's that's what that's what I really enjoy is like the story, and it's yeah, it's a continuation, but it's also, it also sort of makes sense of where these uh, where these people are of that particular time, and also the universe that it's in. So yeah, I, I reckon I reckon I give it a so, solid um, uh, three and a half stars. Cool. Uh, this 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 season, 
Uh, one and two, well, one and two, it's sort of two and a half. Put them together. Two and a half, but yeah, it's it's definitely get, getting there, and it's get, it's de- definitely exciting. Nice. Awesome. Probably my biggest um, gripe is um, the, the, the sort of, um, oh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not a method. It's a method routine that um, Russo learns over in Japan. Uh, yeah, that, so, that like kind of, um, you know, hitting the nerves and making, you know, your limbs go yeah. down sort of thing. Oh, yeah, what Chosen teaches him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I sort I sort of I sort of said this is going to be Chekhov's gun, isn't it? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> but the whole film is like, but even the films are like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, the whole point, really. It's a it's a, tro- a it's a big trope, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah, it's I I could sort of see that coming a mile off, but it, it but it's that sort of show, and if you if you don't like it, then watch something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Also, if you don't like That's... it, I feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I can, I can tolerate it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I you mean, can at least do that. Yeah, it's free. It's free with my subscription to Netflix. So <laughs> yeah, pretty can. much. Nice. Who? How? How can I complain about that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that was our little wrap up of Cobra Kai mm. season three. Um, and now, before we move on out of quickie reviews, uh, Mike and I are going to give a brief, spoiler-free uh, little thought on the first two episodes of WandaVision, which also dropped this week. First ever thing for Phase 4 in the MCU, finally. It's our first MCU content in over 18 months. Wow. And I know longest the <laughs> longest time we've gone without anything yeah, ever since the like Iron Man one, uh, you know the entire time. So uh, yeah, it's been a barren wasteland, but we are here, and One uh, Division has started, and uh, yeah, because Fulia hasn't had a chance to watch them yet, and uh, we don't want to ruin it for her. Um, so we'll probably do some spoiler chats uh, in future episodes, but yeah. Just for a brief thought from me, I love it. I love where it's going. I love that I have no idea what's going on. It's two <laughs> two episodes in, and it's just, uh, you know, the, each episode is just paying tribute to these classic sitcoms and classic sitcom tropes, and you can you can uh, see that quite obviously, um, and the way that they've kind of put this Marvel Studios flair on top of it. Um, just yeah i know it's just really well made really well put together and i love how it's being played completely straight you know like it's just the the actors they're going for it all of them in every scene giving their all really really hamming it up where it needs to be hammed up you know and um yeah like i love i love the entire cast but um, I think so far Paul Bettany is really shining through to me <laughs> as the as the number one player. I think he's um, yeah he's and this interpretation of Vision we're getting so far he gets to be a bit comedic and I'm quite enjoying that uh, a little that, bit. Um, that's that's if he is Vision. Yes, we don't know. We <laughs> literally have no idea. Um, just little glimpses and teasers of what might actually be going on so far, but you know. 
no answers. And it's, I think it's gonna, or, I think it's going to be a while. Or is he the idea of Vision from Wanda? Yeah, well, that's the thing. We don't know. Is it, is Vision actually alive again, or is he? Yeah, just it's just a creation of Wanda's to you know in her mind. He's not really there, kind of thing. Psyche. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's so good. I love it. I can't wait for more. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic to see where it goes and how it unfolds. Mike, what did you think? Uh, same with you. I, I'm actually I actually quite enjoy it, uh, especially. It's to fill that hole that we haven't seen a Marvel thing mm. like in forever. Mm. Um, but if you're sort of new to it, uh, there, yeah, it, it's definitely a little bit too bizarre. If you're yeah. if you're a newcomer and definitely. you're coming into it, it's like what the hell is this? Yeah. So so you need that that sort of primal uh, primal. You need that sort of prior knowledge. Um, of who these characters are, otherwise you're just out out in the wilderness. And um, yeah, Bethany is good, but Elizabeth Olsen, I reckon, is a is a lot better in this than than she like like these characters are um, and these actors who play these characters are sort of sort of a second fiddle to to most of the um, cast in in the MCU. Mm. And it's actually great. To actually see him actually yep. like bite down on yep. more meat, mm-hmm. so, I agree. something that they can do, and especially with uh, Elizabeth Olsen yes. as Wanda. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and Wanda actually having, I de- I really enjoy um, characters, well, actors who play characters that are playing versions of them, uh, different versions of themselves. Oh yeah. And, and that's def- definitely uh, I, I definitely enjoy that. Like um, I, I do like that in Red Dwarf. Uh, if I'm going on a ta- tangent, that um, I like these characters that you all know and love, but but um, like if uh, one particular emotion you take out of them, how how are those characters going to be? Mm-hmm. And that that sort of thing I actually quite quite like. And and in this, it's definitely weird, wacky. It's it's um, it's Twilight Zone. It's well, the uh, modern equivalent Black Mirror. Hmm. Um, it's that sort of weird, weird thing. It's like what uh, definitely intrigued, and there's sort of like glimpses of is this the real world? Are we in a simulation and all that? Mm. And I definitely want to continue and find out what the hell is going on. Yeah, so absolutely. After the first two. Uh yeah, are we giving it stars already? But not yet. I'm not giving. Well, it I don't know stars. if I can rate it yet. I feel I feel like it's too soon to yeah. to give it a rating just because you know the the the, the two episodes aren't really plot heavy. They're because they're just they're just really going for the sitcom stuff mm. with some hints at to at, to what's really going on. So you can't really. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's too soon to judge it. But it's just if it's what's fair to say that it's just a hell of a lot of fun to watch. And recreating that style of sitcom is actually top notch. Mm. I, I think because they got um, uh, some consultants from Dick Van Dyke himself. Oh, great! Which, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think I said I think I said that like last time we we were we were talking to you guys in the Potterverse mm. um, uh, podcast verse that that I really want to see if they could actually do like a cameo of of, uh, of Dick Van Dyke that would be cool. Mm, that would be cool. But 
but but um out of like winks and nods to audiences they don't really have much in it it's it's its own thing and i actually quite like that mm. it's not it's not very uh fan servicey which i no not like. really no it's more to do with the story mm. of, of these of these two people or one person yeah we don't know don't know if it's two or one no idea yet <clears throat> no idea what's going and it's, on yeah it's good stuff that's basically that's it. basically it like, yep we don't want to spoil it but we don't know anything about yeah, it. yeah literally it's 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 a hard thing to spoil <laughs> yeah that's for sure um all right so that's our our little uh thoughts on on one division um stay tuned uh i, I imagine every week we're going to be talking about uh one division in some form until it wraps up um we've got eight no seven more episodes to go yeah so because they're doing nine altogether we've seen the first two so yeah exciting stuff and that now of course means ladies and gentlemen that it is time yes get ready it is time for the segment the time the the portion the the moment the part of the show we like to call popcorn culture (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Fulia, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, Fulia is most definitely here. Um, <laughs> yes, it's popcorn culture time. Popcorn culture time. And what better way to kick off 2021 uh, and popcorn culture than by giving a, a review, a discussion on um, a big uh, film that came out at the end of 2020 and probably one of one of the only big uh, superhero films that we got to see last year um, and that is uh, Wonder Woman 1984 so uh, high high expectations a bunch of us had I think going in um, and Judging by everyone's reaction to the announcement of Wonder Woman 3 in the nerdy <laughs> news, I, I feel like maybe I liked this more than everyone else did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just a shame. I just got to say before we get into the review, just a shame to, to see, and just so confusing to see how a film can go from being a certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes to it dropping down to Rotten. I don't, mm. I don't understand how that happens. Yeah. Very bizarre. I think it's currently sitting at 60, so it's a little fresh it's, again. It's fresh. It's freshening up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is good because, because I don't, honestly, I don't think it's that bad as they're saying. It's not perfect. Um, it's not, not the best, uh, you know, superhero film ever made or by any means. And, you know. It's a sequel as well, and sequels definitely have a um, you know a hard task, mm. uh, especially when you know the first Wonder Woman was received so well, so positively by so many people to the point where I I think it might be slightly overrated, um, but there are a lot of really fantastic moments in it. Um, it has third act problems, and so does this film. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but you know, I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was fine. Just my general thoughts. I, th- I enjoyed it. I remember having a great time when I saw it the first time. Um, interestingly though, I didn't enjoy it as much the second time around. Right. So I feel like it doesn't have a whole bunch of watchability going for it, which is strange. Um, I don't know what that is, but cause maybe it's because it's so long 
because it is very long. It's paced okay, but I've heard mixed mm. responses from people in talk, talking about the pacing. Like a lot of people were like, oh, I've dragged and this, this should, you know, these scenes could have been shorter and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't feel it the first time, but then the second time I was like, oh, okay, maybe. Um, my, my biggest gripe though, if I have a gripe with this film, uh, is, um, what a way to waste a concept. This could, could have been set in any other decade. Mm. Like this is not, you don't call your film Wonder Woman 1984 and then don't do 1984. I'm sorry. That's, I don't know if you guys all agree with that, but I, I really feel like they wasted the eighties on this. And I think that's, that's okay considering, you know, a lot of properties in recent years have been kind of hammering this nostalgia, hammering mm. this, you know, 80s kind of revival going on. Um, so maybe it's good to kind of see a more nuanced take, a fresher approach on a, on a like a, a view of the 80s in terms of a superhero film, maybe. I don't know. The other side of that is also I, I think that maybe it's – they're setting it in the eighties because they're trying to give it this classic, like Christopher Reeve Superman kind of feel because it really mm-hmm. has that kind of vibe to it, especially with the score. They did a really good job. I think of the score in this film in like, it's just, stunning. it's stunning. It's, it's really, musical. really good. I mean, I missed the guitars cause I really love that guitar mm. in her theme. It's really cool, but I love the way they kind of, they really put that, that, you know, uh, 80s symphonic mm. kind of feel on it. Um, and that kind of, you know, brought it, brought the 80s vibe of it back for me. But still, to do, you know, to do a movie set in the 80s and then, like, only have one fashion montage and then, like, the only time there's any 80s music in this is Frankie Goes to Hollywood mm. and that was it. I'm like, okay, all right. Disappointing. Um, pros, pros about this before I pass it over for you. Um, I really loved Pedro Pascal and Kristen Wiig. They were my two favorite, uh, performers in this whole film, especially Kristen Wiig. Cause I was not sure how she was going to go doing a villain, uh, playing a villain, playing an antagonist. And, uh, you know, considering we all know she comes from a comedic background and, um, but we, you know, as something we discuss frequently on this show, we all kind of like to see comedians, uh, you know, have have those dramatic takes on screen and it usually goes pretty well and yeah i those scenes where she gets a bit more sinister i really like like that first scene where she you know that that drunkard on the street yeah when she gives it to him i loved that scene that was one of my favorite scenes of the whole film i thought she she nailed it um Cheetah looked like shite though when she became her CGI monster self. I did not like that. She should have stayed how she was during the White House fight scene because I feel like that was peak for me. She was awesome. That whole sequence was great. Um, yeah. Um, I do like the the fact that they you know were able to explain Chris Pine, Steve Trevor coming back. Uh, in a way that kind of made sense in terms of the plot. And it didn't really ruin too much. I mean, it does kind of take away a bit of his demise in the first one, especially because you have to go through it again. Mm. Although, interestingly, I felt it more on the second watch for some reason. Yeah, I was sitting there watching it and watching Diana 
cry in front of him as she's saying trying no he's saying goodbye to her and she's like refusing to let go sort of like and she's like I'll never love again and all this and I started tearing up first time I was like trying to convince myself that I in Gal Gadot is a good actress because I've been very hit and miss on her performance oh, okay I've never really been a big fan of her acting I think she's a you know I think she's a wonderful human being um and she's great as Wonder Woman but her, I don't know. I've never been entirely sold on her on her acting. Um, but for some reason, the second time she got me. Mm-hmm. I was so I was like, okay, good. You've redeemed yourself. That's that's uh, that's good to hear. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else I can say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll go back around for final thoughts and and scores at the end. Fulia, yes. Please tell me what you thought of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Um. Okay. So. In the nerdy news, I did um, say that I was a bit disappointed mm. with this particular film, mm-hmm. um, mostly because of just the way that the story ended up. Um, I, I, in, it, it just it really started off really slow for me. Um, it it didn't pick up until the second half of the film. And that's where most of the action ends up being in. Um, and so for me, the the way that it started, just, it yeah, it just didn't work well. For me, anyway. Um, then when it did get to the points where it was all about the action and then the story picks up a bit more and um, Pedro Pascal's character... Um, uh, Maxwell Lord started to get a bit more power-hungry... Um, I feel like overall, I think Pedro Pascal's um, performance was a lot better than the rest of them. Right. Um, and you, you could tell just, you know, even, even in the Mandalorian, he does a, a wonderful job. Yeah. He's and so amazing. seeing him in this film, uh, where he plays someone that is just so emotional so power hungry and then just kind of villainous, but not really because his intentions are more very selfish, but also thinking about his son Mm. at the same time. Yeah. So that for me, so Pedro Pascal's performance was wonderful. Uh, Christian Wig. She did a great job in the beginning as being the loser type character when she first came in. Yeah, yeah. That's probably um, one of the better, like, l- loser to antagonist portrayals mm, I think we've seen before. Yeah. Wasn't too, wasn't a caricature. No, There no. was something kind of endearing about yeah. it. Um, and then the moment after she wishes to be more like, like Diana, um, she then f- feels more power within her. And then she tests that theory out and then finds that, oh my goodness, I am powerful. I am Mm. strong. I can do things now. Um, And that power got to her head as well. So both Maxwell Lord and Barbara both had sort of this power hungriness within them. Um, I just... and 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 then the Steve Trevor thing that happened i was a little confused about that i was just like okay you brought him back as this ghost per se like because 
I didn't realize that Diana had actually wished for him to come back. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, because she doesn't verbalize it. No, she just says she just says I know what I would wish for, and she thinks it, and yeah. then it happens. And then it happens. But you know, you know it. You know what she would wish for. So exactly. Um, and then it's just it's it's a little jarring for me to find out that the way that Stephen the, the way that Steve was brought back was the way because she wished for him, mm-hmm. and then she didn't want to let him go, and. I, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was play. I think it was overplayed a bit. The fact that she just didn't want to let him go, um, because she had a hard time the first first time round, but she realizes that she, he's not actually here per se. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like they, they kind of. You know, you kind of get this grasp of Diana at the start because you they go out of their way to show you that she's always thinking about him. Yeah. You know, we see the photos in the apartment, the watch on the mantel. Mm. Um, we see her going out for a dinner for one, surrounded by couples in love, yeah. right? So they're really driving this home that she's, you know, she misses him and she loves him so much. So I, I kind of buy the whole, like, I kind of get what you're saying, yeah. but I kind of buy the whole, like, she's, you know, she, she misses him so much and she's just like... I, she's not trying to be selfish at all, I don't think. But she's just like, I've never asked for anything else. Never wanted anything else in my life. I'm never selfish. Why can't I have this one thing? Yeah. You know, like I just, I don't know. I feel like it made sense to me. Yeah. Well, it made sense, but then. It was just questionable just, the way they did it. Why, yeah. By, yeah. you know, putting him in someone else's body. But you know. Yeah, exactly. And. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And, and in return, uh, his body went inside of her. <laughs> yes, which is also questionable. Not questionable at all. <laughs> wow, it's what's on the inside that matters, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah, she said she only uh, sees him anyway. Yeah. So, but still, problematic. Go on, Fulia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible movie, but I I feel like there are certain things in this film that. Like story-wise, that could have been better. Um, and yes, we won't worry about mentioning about the whole cheetah thing with the CGI. And I didn't, bad. I didn't, I didn't like it either, to be honest. Yeah, it was um, and also the the fight scene between Cheetah and Wonder Woman, although wonderful and great, um, it wasn't. I don't know if it was really necessary, to be honest, because the the whole point. Was to fight to fight uh, Maxwell mm. to get him to stop. Well, Cheetah's kind of in the way of that. Though. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. Like, and you've got to have that cheat because you put Barbara and Irva in this film. Like that means you're getting Cheetah. So yeah. like, and Cheetah's had... like the num the number one villain for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Or in Giganta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I see, I see what you mean because, like the the, it's like I said before, the fight at the White House that was really good. Yeah. Like, did you like that? I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Because you could see that Barbara was like, I can finally stand up for myself. I can finally do the things that I've always wanted. I can finally feel like someone that's important in the society. In this society. Um, but then you get to the point where she turns so bad that she turns into cheetah. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I haven't read the comics, so I'm maybe that's where the story is a lot better told 
and I'm just not grasping it very well. Uh, but I don't know. I just, I feel like the yeah. movie wasn't like for me, it was so, so it was sure. a 50, 50 type of thing for me. So I, I enjoyed it, but it didn't really hit the mark for me. Wayne. Fulia, my dear, um, I disagree with you on just about every single point you've made. <laughs> to wow. be honest. <laughs> um, that's okay. That's good. Divisive. It's, it's, Love it. uh, folks, it's a comic book movie and it's a comic book story. Um, so I think keep that in mind. Uh, we begin with a, with a wonderful sequence on Themyscira. Uh, yeah. Young, young Dinah. It's, uh, it's bright and, and, and spectacular and it looks really, really good. And, uh, we've got wonderful mother daughter moments there. Um, we, which I really liked. Mm. We snapped to 1984 and this is where I became a bit nervous about the film, to be honest. Um, so it was interesting, Kendall, how you said, I don't really do the eighties, mm. um, that much. And I kind of agree with you for most of the film, I actually felt like that they did it in excess at the beginning with the shopping mall sequence yeah, and so forth. Fair, that's I felt fair. like Wonder Woman was almost out of place there. Mm. And so, for example, like a way that I think that the 80s is done well mm. in contemporary storytelling is Stranger Things. So yeah. it utilizes the period, but it's not like so self conscious about it. They don't exaggerate everything. These characters just simply exist in the 80s. Mm. Whereas for me, the sequence in the mall, or, or the shopping centre, depending where you live, is mm. um, it really wants to push that this is in the 80s. Yeah, that's right? fair. Yeah, and for yeah. me, it tried to push it too much. Okay. I feel like, yes, there was missed opportunity in terms of more um, out there fashion and some of the music of the 80s through the films yeah but for me it's uh, it's a really minor quirk because if they're going to go to the extreme they did at the beginning i prefer them not acknowledge the decade at all to be honest yeah, okay um yep. because one thing is that for people who lived in the 80s we we laugh at it now right mm. but no one laughed at themselves then you were on trend yeah yeah so yeah. for me it was almost like we had like the filmmakers laughing at the eighties. Um, whereas stranger things plays it straight. We chuckle because we're chuckling at the eighties, but yeah. the characters aren't laughing at themselves. No, yeah. If that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I feel like wonder woman 1984 was almost doing that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a tonal shift after that sequence. And for me, the tone improves for the film. So I like the way that the film, um, improves. We've got, um, a few storylines unfolding and this is where the pacing comes into, into question. For some people I have heard that they don't really like the pacing because it is a two and a half hour movie. Mm. I was concerned about it. I've always complained on this show that movies are too long. Mm. Surprisingly, um, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was adequately paced for me. Yeah, um, I fi- I find that it was better paced or at least more engaging on a consistent level than the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, because Kendall, I also think it's overrated. I think it's a good film, yeah. but I think it's overrated. Yeah, same. Um, so I really like that. I like the slow burn of Barbara's character and her yeah. development. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I can appreciate that uh, that people think this movie is corny or cheesy, right? Um, that's a fair assessment because some elements are over the top. Pedro Pascal's Max is very over the top. Um, they build to it because he's extremely over the top at the very end, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but they kind of own the right to be that way because they build it up. It's not just thrown in your face. Um, it's not doesn't feel out of place. Um, but really, the clever thing about 
what Patty Jenkins does with this movie that I think no one that I've read or, or watched gives her credit for is that she makes the film as though it were made in the 80s. And what I mean mm. by that, the style of the film, these character arcs, this sort of cheesiness, the way the dialogue is, the way they behave, the narrative tropes, is the type of comic book movie you got in the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. So it is absolutely perfect for the time frame that she puts in there. Why 1984? I think it actually has an Orwellian link to it more than anything else. Um, it, it is what I think. And I, I like the, the trajectories of these characters. I was not so sure about having Steve back and also the way that he did it. Mm. I probably would have preferred in his own body more yeah. than somebody else's. Same here. But when we had it, when we saw the reveal at the end and her interaction with Handsome Man, who steps out of a Hallmark movie, yeah. um, <laughs> as has often been said online, yeah. um, I then got it. He had to be in a different body because she had to experience Steve all over again and invest in him because that then makes the sacrifice at the end that much harder. Mm. This is a movie that cares about its characters and their emotions and their developments and their dynamics and the way they interact with one another. So it's very much a character-driven film, I think. Um, Wonder Woman in her traditional um, dress that we know and love um, isn't in this very, very much, right? Um, I... Don't mind that at all. Yeah, same. Um, I'm and, okay with it. Yeah, and in fact, after the, the sequence in the shopping mall, it's a while until she reappears. Yep. When she does reappear, I caught myself smiling so much. Why? Because I had earned it. The yeah. film made me earn it. Yeah. That, like, you have to own seeing her do her thing. And I smiled every single time Wonder Woman appeared and did her thing. Oh, that's great. Um, absolutely. Love I felt rewarded for investing in, in these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I happen to disagree with you about Gal Gadot. I love her in this. I think, yeah, sure. I, I, I think, um, I think she's fantastic. There's something about her as a, as a, as a screen presence. Um, and I like her interpretation of Wonder Woman. Um, she definitely feels like a contemporary Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, compared to, to other, um, interpretations that we've had, um, on TV and animation as well. Um, so I, I have to say that whilst it's not a perfect movie at all, um, I found it thoroughly entertaining. I'm curious if I feel the same way second viewing, mm. how you didn't quite enjoy it as much second time around. So my review might be totally different if I watch it again. Maybe. Um, but as a first impression, I think it does a lot of things right. Um, if you look closely, it borrows heavily from um, Superman 2 in terms mm. of the sacrificing your powers to be with the one that you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you want that moment. Well, why shouldn't I have that moment of selfishness, if you will? Exactly. Um, but your purpose is too great that you have to give that up. Yeah. Um, and that's a lovely tragedy. Um, if I can use that oxymoron yeah. in terms of superheroes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. is that, that they invest so much in everyone. They're not allowed to do that to themselves. Magic plays a huge part in this film. We get that from Supergirl, right? Yeah. Where magic is huge in that and controls yeah. and, and, um, you know, with manipulations and, and taking, using magic to take power and be in control of the world, which we get from Faye Dunaway's character in that film. And also we've got Barbara who looks very much like a Selena Kyle. Yeah. Um, because we've got somebody who is very dismissed in her workplace, becoming this powerful feline and who has this connection to a questionable businessman. Mm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, um, I think it's on the right track for most 
most of the way. Um, I would have liked that final sequence with Cheetah a bit longer. I feel like it builds up to it, but it ends too quickly. Um, in saying that, um, for those who critique the CGI, that, that's, a, that's a fair statement to make. So maybe it's a good thing it doesn't go that long and that it is shot quite dark. <laughs> that's what I think too. Like one of the, I feel like yeah. one of the reasons they, they, they made it dark was because of to maybe to mask yeah. that a little bit I don't know. yeah yeah I, yeah it's strange it's, because like you've got that her in that beautiful golden armor yeah why wouldn't you want something to shine on yes it, you yeah know? but it could be it could be a cg thing to it be could, perfectly yeah. honest yeah. i don't know why filmmakers are um insisting on it when we know it's not there yet. Yeah. The tech, you know, you're yeah. not quite there yet. Yeah. Go back to practical. We're yeah. okay with that. Yeah, exactly. There's so many talented makeup artists there. Yeah. Do and, I... and stunt women. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like I was a, a bit more impressed than some <laughs> for Wonder Woman. Yeah. No, that was, that was really well said. Yeah. Thanks, Wayne. Michael, your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, with that che- cheetah thing, uh, I can probably see the sort of uh, conundrum that they would have because... If you think of a cheetah woman, she would actually move like that. Yeah. And I think mm. that would be a bit difficult for a uh, stunt yeah, woman to actually that's fair. Oh, that's true, do yeah. that. Yeah. Especially with um, wire work. I mean, you can sort of tell. It's like, mm. they don't look like Buffy. But the thing is also <laughs> that like actors and, and stunt people, are, I suppose, aren't really trained that way with wires anymore. Because they, you, no, you know, like they've got... They still do a lot of fantastic work, but they then have the support of post-production. Yeah. Um, more so. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Wayne. <laughs> I uh, thought you might. No, no, no. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's sort of a mixture because I, like, thinking about this film, like, when I, when I was watching it, I didn't, I didn't expect it. Uh, I didn't think it dragged on. I think, I think it was evenly placed. I wasn't really looking at my watch. It's like, uh, hurry up. Because yeah, I was sort of enjoying it. Um, it was, it was a weird film coming back after this huge lockdown of watching, like watching a blockbuster after all this time, and what uh, and I wasn't really sure what to expect because it was like uh, delayed so, so for so long. So I I I sort of went in there like fresh and like not expecting anything and um what uh, and with the sort of 80s cheese um i sort of went with it because there was one bit where where after the mall scene where she collected everything i think that uh, i think that um that uh sequence was fantastic because you get to see Wonder Woman in uh, like get, getting after the bad guys. It's sort of what you saw at the start of uh, Justice League. Mm. Uh, it's uh, sort of like you're cheering at the same time. It's like yeah, Wonder Woman. And uh, at the end of that bit where they're all tied up and <laughs> and she sort of throws them and they land on that car. Hmm. The impact, they would be dead. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. And then I, then I was going, that's a bit weird because if they're going for like semi-realism, because we're we're all we're all thinking, wait, we this is still part of the like the Snyder universe, aren't we? This is sort sort of needs to have like some sort of um, connective tissue. And that's why, and that's why I've sort of thought about it. Like after after watching it, this movie is sort of 
its own movie. That's why it's not. That's why it's not called Wonder Woman mm. Two. It's Wonder Woman 1984. and it. And then I was thinking about it. If if this movie was just by itself as a movie, you could sort you could sort of deal with the sort of bizarre quirkiness, especially with um, uh, uh, Pascal's. Uh, <laughs> Mustache twirling, <laughs> especially especially at the yeah. end. Mm. And what's really great about um, uh, Pascal uh, for twenty twenty, um, he, I think I think it was on the um, uh, Kevin Smith podcast where they they said he he is the best father and the worst father of twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did say that. <laughs> so true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was having fun, and uh, and I always enjoy watching actors having mm. fun, especially with the especially with this ca- character. That's sort sort of um, yeah, he's flawed, and you can see the flaws. He's doing it for he's doing it for quasi the right reasons, but but by the end of it, he sort of forgets that he has a son <laughs> until he gets reminded. It's like oh yeah, shit, I have. a that son. That was so bad. <laughs> that was. A- that was a weird, mm. like, snap to go mm. from him, like, not giving a shit, basically, mm. you know, because there's that scene where he's like, oh, my God, why is he here again? Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he's like, Alistair, Alistair, oh, my yeah. God, Alistair. Like, well, it's, it's, it's the big lesson, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the big lesson. It was just a little bit of a, uh, slightly bit of a leap, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it was still good. Yeah. Like, but Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that sort of character... I don't know character development where he was doing it all for his family. He's doing it all for his son, mm. and then it slowly turned into I'm doing it for me. It's for mm. me. Yeah. It's for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. you've got a son. Oh shit, I've got mm. a son. Mm. Yeah, a bit clunky, but you know, it. it I don't know. If, it can be forgiven because there's a lot of weird shit in this mm. movie, <laughs> and and I say it with the utmost respect. I mean, the the fucking invisible jet. They they somehow managed to put in the invisible jet in this movie, mm. and that still doesn't make sense because yeah, there's radar, but that's not how fucking radar works. I was thinking that as well. I was like, surely radar would still pick you up even if you're invisible. Hey, but is, is that a thing? Let, I'm gonna let me counter. Yeah. Let me counter. Can radar find Themyscira though? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, and it's the same ability. Yeah, so it's not like normal invisible ability. No. it's this. Sort it's of magical. magical invisibility. That is true. Very sure. good point. Sure. Yeah. But they go through fucking fireworks and they leave an imprint. How does Radar not pick that up? That there's an magical invisibility. In a yeah. That's all I got. That's <laughs> all I got. It's magic. Yeah, it's magic. all magic. <laughs> magic. She she can Spider Man whip on lightning. That was cool. Oh, that was fucking amazing. Whip, yeah. I'm with sorry, I loved it. Yeah, I, like I that. She loved can, it. She can fly. Oh, now. Can I say yeah. can I just say one thing? Although This isn't flying, yes, this is falling style. This style. <laughs> I will say one thing though, don't forget that Wonder Woman does fly in the comics now after the after Crisis and New Fifty Two. New fifty two. So she does okay. she does fly right. in the comics, right? Okay. And I have to say though, the way they implemented and introduced her flying ability is one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a comic book movie. 
that's how she connects to Steve that, through flight. That oh my gosh. Brought me to tears. That yeah. is your emotional core. Yeah. And again, if you need a reason why they bring Steve back, that's another one of them. Yeah. That yeah. is she's forever connected with him through flight. Yeah. That's ma- like that that's is magic. Yeah, yeah, that is stunning. That was that was one of the beautifully the best done. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit on Wonder Woman flying again. Dare you? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. There's no physics in this fucking shit. Um, again, it's a comic book movie. I'm, okay, people need I to know. relax a little bit. <laughs> I know. It's a cartoon. <laughs> but if I say if I say I, I can I can forgive it forgive all its weird quirkiness. I I can probably forgive fucking Martha. No, Martha is unforgivable. This no, is another discussion and perhaps <laughs> another podcast. Yes. Wayne, it's in the same universe. We have to we have to explain I have that. no it's... problem with Martha. I never have. No. Again, another podcast, another, yeah, another discussion really where Michael, um, Kendall and Philip will just fight me to the death <laughs> and I will recruit Fulia to support me whether she believes it or not. Because <laughs> I just can't be by myself against you people. <laughs> you know when, when our mate Philip goes on a tangent? Oh, like, yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. They're, you, yeah. they're no one's safe. No, no. It's an angry young man sometimes. Yes. <laughs> He's out for blood. Bunch of mama's boys. <laughs> Bunch of mama's boys. Which is quite lovely. One thing about, I have to say, the one thing I was thinking about, um, the role of children in this movie, um, like especially like in the mall sequence, they mm. do make an emphasis about Wonder Woman being inspiring to, to little girls because mm. she's, you know, she saves the girls in there. I would have liked it to have also been like a girl and a boy. I don't think there's ever enough emphasis about how strong women mm. can be inspiring to young boys. Mm. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Good that point. was one thing that I would have would have liked to have seen. And they mm. definitely do connect her to children a lot. We've got mm. that sequence in Egypt mm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I have to say, I couldn't help but be draw, drawn out of the movie when that was happening, when she was saving the, um, the Muslim children mm. um, into real life events when the first film was um, banned in, in some territories because yeah, she's, um, you know, Israeli. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's, again, a bit of a message of harmony. And I don't know if it's appropriate, to be perfectly honest. Well, well, I mean, it's interesting you bring that up. When I, uh, that night after watching it the first time, mm. I went on uh, on Tumblr, as I want to do, yeah. and I was scrolling through the Wonder Woman tag, and, yeah, a lot of people were having problems with mm. that you know, yes. of, of Gal Gadot being a, you know, the star of this uh, executive producer on this yeah. and then having this whole Egypt sequence taking place and people were, yeah, people were not impressed. Yeah. I see the intention. Yeah. So I do see, I. I, I. I do see the intention yeah. and I don't, and I don't think it's fair to put, um, decades and decades mm. <laughs> of, um, real life political burden on one actor playing yeah. a role. Yeah. Because, look, at the end of the day, it's not Gal Gadot we're watching. We are watching Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, who has a very clear message about love. And it's this message of love that 
solves the problems at the end. Mm. Um, and that's, I know it's a bit maybe, um, you know, sudsy, but it's, it, but it's sweet, right? Yeah. Um, it's so well-intentioned. So, yeah. So I, so I, so I do get it, but, um, the only reason why it came to mind was because such an issue was made of her being in this movie and it being banned in some territories, yeah, yeah. Um, which for me is unfortunate and I think ridiculous personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I can see that that's probably some sort of remedy attempt. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah it didn't offend me, no. but I noticed it. Yeah. It's yeah. very, yeah, yeah. It was very noticeable. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, anything, yeah. anything else you want to say about Wonder Woman 1984 before we wrap up with our uh, final thoughts and scores? Yeah, that's all right. I, I could add a couple of things, but I don't want to be cancelled. <laughs> oh, add, add away, go. As long as you don't no, offend no, no, Fulia, no. she's the editor. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about Israelis. Um, she she was actually in the Israeli yes, army. Yes, she was. And, you know, there's more, there's more contention yes. than that. But then again, that's without um, choice, though, when you're in Israel. Yes. Yeah. But if you're conscripted, um, you're conscripted. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Their neighbors um, hate them. Of course, they're gonna conscript you. Conscript you in the army. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. No. Not political. No. Not political. No, that's that's way too political, <laughs> even for this yep. show. Um, but speaking of political stuff, um, I'm not sure. Was that supposed to be? Was that supposed to be Ronald no. Reagan? I don't think so no. because I. Th- was it someone who wanted to be? His wish was to be um, uh, uh, president. That's a good point. Because it did not, because it did not look like Ronald Reagan. I was expecting it to be Ronald Reagan, and I was thinking, "Are you really going to do this movie?" But is it? Is it but just a no. thing where, for example, in some other films, they have they just have the president? They don't sometimes. They have a sur- yeah. sorry. I mean, again, yeah. to, to go back to. A wonderful sequel, Superman 2. Mm. The president is never named. He's always he's played by E.G. Marshall, and mm. he's always just called the president. The president. The president. Yeah. When the White House is shot down, you do see images of former presidents, but never like the, the president one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think but, I, for me, I just took it that that's what this movie did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but it was a bit weird because they still uh, they still had the um, uh, the the Star Wars. Mm. Uh, pro, uh, yeah. Program, which is all, which is all the satellites, which is involved with. Um, is that a real Reagan action. thing? Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't realize. Mm. Although when I in the cinema, I don't know about you guys, but like people snickered when he said Star Wars. Okay, because yeah. people were thinking movie, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah because Reagan says uh, Re- Reagan really wanted a death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the 80s, known for, uh, you know, Reagan and Thatcher, hey? Yeah. Mm. How did we survive? How did we, how did we get, end up here? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's trickled out. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it is, it yeah. is. Did, did we want to go into our final thoughts and scores? Yes, I think we should. Yeah, Kendall, take us away. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this movie. I mean, it was not what I was expecting in terms of the quality, I was expecting something a little bit better, uh, especially judging on the early reviews that we were getting. Um, yeah, oh, there was a point I was going to make. In it. Oh, yeah, the one one final point I wanted to make is that I, I really like the fact that in the first film, um, Diana's the fish out of water, and in this, mm. it's, it's Steve Trevor. Yeah, that's quite that's um, cute. And his, like, i got to say, 
you know, as a as a space nerd, watching him like fanboy over like <laughs> <laughs> the space shuttles and yeah. and being at the Smithsonian around all of that, you know, uh, aerospace stuff like that was just cool. Like the Chris Pine did such a great job of kind of capturing that mm. innocence of just wonder and wonderment, you know, that was really sweet. Um, so yeah, this film is filled with a lot of really nice moments, really beautiful moments. Um, you know, it, but it's not perfect. There are some flaws there. Um, uh, I, I, I'm definitely going to watch it again down the track though. Maybe, maybe after a while, but, um, but yeah, I'm glad to have seen it and I will rate it a three out of five fully. Um, look, I have to admit there were some good scenes in this movie. Um, I, did say that it's not terrible. Um, I did like the fact that um, you finally see Wonder Woman fly, mm. which was really nice as well. Um, and it was really cool the way that she did swing through the lightning with her lasso, with her whip. Mm. Um, it was that was really cool for me as well. Um, but yeah, just overall as a story, um, it, it just it really didn't keep me engaged as much as I thought um, it would. And I was really actually looking forward to this. So I feel like, yes, it was definitely overhyped um, and it's, it is overrated. Um, but <laughs> I just, yeah, I didn't get the same amount of love that you guys <laughs> got out of it. Sure. Um, my, I, I suppose for me, it's my, my knowledge is lacking in this particular, you know, in DC comics. So I think that's probably why I don't have the, mm. the same amount of love that you guys have. So I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Wayne? Yeah, look, I agree. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I think um, it does what it does well. I think it's better than a number of, of, of recent comic book movies. It owns the fact that it's a comic book movie. It emulates comic book movies of the era that it is set. And that's a really clever and brave thing to do. Like, I actually wouldn't have thought of that. I thought, like, yeah, I'm going to keep it in the contemporary tone, Mm. but just set it back in the day and not sort of have this sort of um, campiness and and over-the-topness that it has. Um, But I think Patty Jenkins does such a wonderful job with this one. I will be interested to see if it has, uh, you know, staying power in terms of rewatchability. so yeah, yeah. Kendall, mm. your feedback was really interesting. So I'm curious to see yeah. how I'm going to find it again and, yeah, and see if there's little gems or if it is just a bit more on the surface. Look, it has a it has a few clunky moments, but at the end of the day, it was an incredibly entertaining um, time for me watching this on the big screen. And as I pointed out, my that screen that I saw it on was not lovely, <laughs> but it did not really take away from 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 the film. I I, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Bring on part three. Four out of five. Nice. Michael. Well, uh, two things. A pro and a con. Starting with the con. Uh, Rogers could not fly a modern fucking aircraft. Trevor. Trevor? Where'd they get Rogers Steve from? Rogers. Uh, they're both Steve, mm. yep. aren't they? Yeah, whatever. They're both out of time. <laughs> Yeah, they it was a bit convenient he, he that he could. I mean, they had that like one moment of him like hitting the wrong button, but like the fact that he picked <laughs> it up really quick was a bit. Uh, I don't know. He's a talented pilot. 
He is very, he's very, yeah, you know, Diana goes out of her way to be like, you know, I never understood your, you know, this, yeah. your gift, you know, yeah. you're so talented was it, or whatever. Yeah, but wasn't there a joke that he couldn't get the TV to work and it was a microphone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really? Remember, I don't that, remember that. That wasn't in it. I don't remember that. Unless that was in a trailer and didn't make the movie. Or I could be making Maybe. it Maybe. I'm if, just I'm just writing a better movie. <laughs> if you're making it up, Mike, uh, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, or it could be uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably think about it. It's like no, that's from fucking something else. But the pro, and I can't believe no one else has picked picked up on it. But the cameo of yes, I forgot to mention it. Yes, that was great. I don't know if it's so much of a pro. Oh wait, yeah, that's I, surprising. I, I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was necessary. Oh, I thought it was nice. Wink to the camera. Yeah. There is something, though, about the fact that you've got more Amazons going, you know. Out into the world. Yeah, Yeah. so. um, But in saying that, look, it's Linda Carden. It was lovely, lovely to see. Yeah. 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 What? We're not allowed to wink to camera at an 80s (laughs) film? Well, it depends on the the tone that that it plays. I don't know. Maybe cheesy. Maybe cheesy. Yeah. It was very yeah. cheesy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I I'm glad it. it was saved for when it was saved, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a nice touch, wasn't it? Good. Thanks for bringing that up, Mike. That's all right. Uh, and I'll give it a three out of five. Nice. Awesome. All right. That is us wrapped up. Wonder Woman 1984. Those are our thoughts. Uh, feel free to go check it out. It's still playing in cinemas. And if you're listening in the United States, um, I'm not sure if it's still on HBO Max because I think it was only going to be for a month. Mm. But if it is, check it out while you can. Otherwise, trip to the cinema if you are safely able to do so. Um, and wear a mask. And wear a bloody mask. Hey? Yeah. Uh, alrighty. So, uh, time to check... And stop invading your capital, you bastards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 2021 started interestingly for our American friends. Yeah. Uh, We've been thinking about you. Um, Okay. What is going on with Fred? Well, um, I've had a pretty good video response. (laughs) Absolutely have, Kendall. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, at the end of the year, 2020, I, you know, put up three reaction videos to the three trailers uh, or three of the trailers that came out on Disney Investor Day for MCU related things. And the one that took off is no surprises, the Loki reaction video, which is approaching a thousand views. You'll get there. Oh my God. Very soon. I am just gobsmacked and can't believe it. But if you're, if you're not doing live videos of Loki, the television series, (laughs) Yeah, then there's something wrong with you, girl. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm I'm in I'm figuring out I'm in the works of coming up with my own little little way to make that happen. Don't you worry. I've been I've been mm. it's been broiling on the mind. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh thank you to all all nine hundred plus of you that have watched that. You guys are amazing. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out. If I if I make a thousand views, I'll be so happy. I might actually cry. <laughs> um uh, so that's really, really sweet. Um, yeah, and sh- please check out my Falcon Winter Soldier and uh, WandaVision trailer reaction videos as well. Give them some love, comment your thoughts. 
Um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much all that's coming up for me. Um, I, I I should be able to get some One Division video reviews out uh, as the episodes are released. So this week I will be able to do episode one and two video um, and put that out. Um, but yeah, well, uh, I don't know. That's I think yeah I think that's pretty much it for me uh Fulia, what's going on foolish fuji updates uh foolish fuji's uh doing well still doing the twitch stream so i started back up um last week with my community challenge of playing mortal kombat on stream and i i i kind of i kind of feel bad for streaming it the day after or the day of the things that happened in the u.s so <laughs> Um, not a lot of my viewers from America wanted to watch it because of the stress that they went through. So I, I do apologize. I didn't realize what was happening. I'm not the type of person that actually likes tuning into the news very much, especially the world news. Um, so it was a very unfortunate timing, but those of you who did join me did enjoy it. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you for joining me. And it was actually quite fun to just play some mindless violent game. <laughs> so Yeah, I watched that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because uh, it's been a long time for me since I last played Mortal Kombat. And I, I feel like that was like back when I was a kid, the last time I played Mortal Kombat. So it felt nice to just get back into playing the, the game again. Um, and then, as I said at the start of the show, I did do a charity stream. Um, for direct relief and uh, I'm not the only one that's uh, participating in this charity so we're doing a month-long um, month-long uh, fundraiser for direct relief with a group of amazing streamers from around the world um, so if you do want to go over to my um, my twitch page the um, the schedule for all the other streamers will be there twitch.tv forward slash foolish fuji um, and you can all there is also a donate link for you to um, head over to if you wish to donate to the cause um, apart from that just going to be streaming as per usual um, yeah that's pretty much all I'm going to be doing and just going to work and watching my shows and binging stuff that I always binge and yeah that's pretty much me for the next week. How about you, Wade? Yeah, so since the last time I was on this podcast, um, there's been two Fred Watch uh, reviews up, or more like commentaries and reviews. Hell yeah. So, yeah, so we had our uh, Christmas special where I watched one of my favourite uh, Simpsons Christmas episodes, so the second Christmas special called Marge Be Not Proud. Um, such a such a great episode to watch. It was a lot of fun uh, recording that. Mm. And um, I've had a Fearsome Friday special episode uh, where I reviewed a short film you may have heard of called Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, Kendall, have you seen that short film yet? Um, have you gotten around to it? Look, I, 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 I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, so, yes. <laughs> I have blasphemed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those two um, podcasts are out. They're solo 
uh, reviews. I was in the Fred Shed by myself, but my viewers kept me company. My listeners kept me company. Yes. Um, recently, uh, I was very lucky to be reunited with Philip in the flesh. Yeah. And we were very lucky to have some special guest reviewers in the flesh, yeah. in the Fred Shed, um, for us to review another movie. And um, that review will come out um, in a few months, I think. Yes. But it was a, it was it was a lot of fun to review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to review an incredibly horrible movie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no two ways about it. Yes. yes. So there will be more Fred Watch uh, coming up, and hopefully a, a few more Fearsome Friday specials as well, which is quite exciting. Yes, those were great uh, podcasts. Thank by you. the way, thank I loved you. them. They were awesome. I mean, thank I'm not biased at all. No, two of my you. favorite things <laughs> ever in existence. Yeah, but yeah, but no, amazing. Thank you, Kendall. Thank you. Um, you get nervous if you release something related to Michael Jackson and Kendall's not directly involved. Yeah, you feel the wrath of Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do him justice. But no, uh, but no, you, you did. You did. <laughs> thank you so very much. Very respectful. Very, very wonderful. <laughs> thank you. So. Um, uh, yeah, so Fred watch Fred watches out, and more Fred watch coming soon. Yay. Um, that's it from me in terms of Fred. How about yourself, Michael? Um, yeah, nothing really for Fred that's in the pipeline for me, really. Um, uh, this uh, I did watch the um, Doctor Who new Doctor Who episode. Yeah, so did I. Uh, that, that came mm. out. And I've decided to start up my own Facebook and YouTube channel because I'm sick of people fucking bitching about Doctor Who. Oh. Was it a bit of a divisive episode, was it? It's not. It was It was. And it's the same Doctor. Oh, but what... what, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 13th Doctor, yeah. Yeah. But what, people were complaining? Uh, People are just fucking nitpicky and... Uh, Are Doctor Who fans like Star Wars fans? No. Not as bad? Yep. Because you can... You, you can tell who's a fan. Right, and okay, yeah. sure. Don't get me started on people on the internet. Yeah, so, yeah. true. It, it's quite well known how I feel about fan bases. Yes. I'm going to say nothing. Well, that's, that's unfortunate, yes. Yeah, so I'm starting that up so I can just, so I can just you know, swap people to the ground. It's like, no, just because you bought some merchandise doesn't mean you fucking own it. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, a good, that's a good slogan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really like that. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. So anyway, I've been a cranky old bastard uh, majority of, of my week. It's like, no, this is what Doctor Who is. It's it's loose canon, and if you don't understand that, then go and watch something that's a little bit more cohe- cohesive. Or whatever Cohesive? Cohesive. Yes. Corrosive. <laughs> and that's what you're doing to the fan pace. And fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You stick up for Doctor Who. What about you, yes. Kendall? What about me? Yeah. Well, um, I think we have reached the end of our show. Yes. We have. We have reached the end of an epic, epic episode. Um, how do we do this again? Ready? One, two, three. And, and that, that was, was a podcast called Fred. Fred. And that was a podcast <laughs> called Fred. Damn you, internet! <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, home bags, and stationery with our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah. 
I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaje. And I'm going down to Brisbane. <laughs> going up. Yeah, going up. No, go, going across. Up. 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 No, what are you talking about? The earth is flat, people. Exactly. The earth so is you're going flat. up. No, the earth is flat. You're going across. You're still going up. <laughs> no, but the earth is flat. Even though it's flat, you're going up. No, the earth is flat <laughs> and Australia doesn't exist. Yeah, so you're going up. Australians are all actors, or all play actors, and, <laughs> and you don't exist. You don't exist. I deny your... I don't... I deny... And that was a Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? <laughs> was it? And... You just experienced a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat beef. Yes. Get your beef in you. Get your beef. Yep. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, Freddy lives. <laughs> it does, because it's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> He's a man in my dreams. Yes. The man dreams. of your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my dreams. He's not of my dreams. Oh, column A, column B, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be huge. Yeah. He's got the claws for it. <laughs> does. And see. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Till next time.